Well, welcome to episode 10 of VSU's podcast, Derailed. Uh, Double digits. Double digits. Finally, we're at episode 10. Guys, this is a very important episode. I'm your host slash co-host slash platinum, Don Oliveira. With me today, I have my friends, uh, Rob Zwetslut. Hello, my name is Thez now, apparently. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, Thez. Uh, Rob yes, officially got his name changed to Thez. He has no last name anymore. He's just four I'm letters. Just, I'm just Thez. He's it's just like Thez. Bono, it's like Bono or Teller. Yeah. Or something. So now every member of the podcast has under four letters in the name. There's Don, Mike, and uh, Rob. Oh, yeah, and by the way, spoilers, we've got Mike Heritance with us again. What's yeah. up? Uh, nothing much, Mike. Uh, we're all just chilling here at the PSU Towers. So, guys, uh, let's start this one off. We've got a lot to talk about. The Spike Video Game Awards. Hmm. Oh, yeah. That, 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 that. These things uh, happened. Hmm. Apparently so, yeah. Okay, so let me just... so. Uh, a lot of people watch these things, I guess. I watched it because it's on Spike, you know, and it's not really made for um, hardcore gamers. As you see, like, a lot of people complaining on Twitter and stuff about how they don't like the show. And, uh, I mean, do, is there anything you guys don't like about it? I'd actually have to watch it to form an opinion. I've never ever seen an episode, to be perfectly honest with you. I saw the last two years. I've got, the, I got this one ready to watch. I just haven't had time to watch it yet. But, I mean, I've heard all the kind of fall out on Twitter and I can picture it in my mind. <clears throat> I think obviously a lot of people are kind of doing the defense of what it's like the MTV movie awards. It's like this and like that. And mm. there, I think there's just more of a fundamental problem with the VGAs. Not that it's going to be fixed. I mean, I, I'm not quite sure how you fix something on a, a network like spike TV to be, I mean, like it is a glorified advert because of all the, um, uh, the game, reveals and trends and stuff and those are really awesome that's amazing it's not I mean, for us i mean it's it's an it's an advertisement which is whatever yeah. it's its own thing but what people forget a lot is that we do have our own uh serious um video game awards like at dice right they yeah. They, yeah. they they do video game awards at dice and BAFTA, at uh, the bafta video game awards are like a really fantastic yeah, example because they get daro, gc sorry uh because they get daro brian who's like uh a, a, he's a hardcore gamer yeah, a hardcore gamer famous irish comic and then yeah. like They'll have like his backup as a guy called Charlie Brooker, who again is a hardcore gamer, famous British comic, and you know they'll come on. Uh, I you know I watched the live stream of them doing that because I didn't do it on TV unfortunately, but it's really really great. Um, and you know they uh, have. I mean, I, as the VJs do apparently now have a good judge, a panel of judges. I mean, you know you got Brian Crescente, you got uh, your Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Grisman, yeah. Uh, even like Jerry Holkins from Benny, Penny Arcade, you know Tycho. Um, you know, they've got a broad range of people in the games industry to kind of vote on this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way Jeff Gerstmann's been talking about it, I, I don't think they vote on everything. I think it's like, hey, you guys will be voting on this category or something like that. Um, and then always, they always have the, hey, let's have the audience and the public vote for a game. And oh my god, it's Call of Duty. Who, who could have thunked it? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, were, there were a few things that are a little bit odd to me. Uh, like, for example... Uh, best PS3 game was Uncharted, um, which led me to believe that, okay, so they're just going to choose platform-exclusive um, 
winners for for specific platforms. But then the the best Xbox 360 game was Batman Arkham Asylum. But I think yeah. Skyrim was on both of those lists, and Skyrim won Game of the Year. That's again, that's also one of those. I think that's a problem with award shows in general. I mean, I, I think that how does that work? That's not something you can, uh, I think, really kind of make a thing of. I mean, you know, Skyrim was probably best on PC anyway, and it was kind of broken on PS3 maybe, if, you, yeah. if you're going to go down that road of argument. Yeah, but then, uh, so if, if a company releases such a broken game, how can they be Studio of the Year? Because the PC... For, uh, it's, well, it's that's a debate and a half. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <Right>. <clears throat> surely Valve, I mean, I would say probably Valve is the Studio of the Year just because of how they've managed to kind of you know uh, make the steam network like even better and they've you know the, the fantastic ar campaign right or, sorry arg campaign for portal and you know yeah uh, no i agree that was great this yeah. year but then why didn't they win that uh gamer god award uh, the gamer god award went to blizzard which i was just like what the hell is going on oh because um, was that public voted or was that like actual judge voted because hmm, I, I can I can see it I can see Blizzard doing it because Blizzard is like the Apple of video games I feel is do you think that's correct maybe like Nintendo I think obviously. Nintendo is the Apple of video games okay well Blizzard at least um, <clears throat> the the amount every game they release is just pure gold how about uh, how about we say Blizzard is the Google of video games nah. no all right <laughs> nah <laughs> well uh, let's just forget about the analogy. <laughs> In fact, actually, we can uh, just take a quick break to get Adam Dolge on the podcast. So uh, hold on just a moment. Yeah, sure. Uh, enjoy this uh, beautiful music. Whatever. everybody uh, oh my god guest. guest super special guest five minutes into the podcast adam diggity dolge <laughs> man hello I, I love diggity dolge it's better than giggity dolge you know yeah diggity Deep dolge is pretty cool i wish you would use twitter more often but whatever yeah. i don't know how to use twitter you know even even mike uses twitter more than you do adam <laughs> That's yeah true. am i still traps on display yeah my mike's Clout is higher than adam's let's just put it that way <laughs> uh, yeah that hurts what am i supposed what am i supposed to say Hey, um, everybody. Hey, Check what's out. up? I'm managing editor at... Uh, I'm executive editor, sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm executive editor at PSC.com, and I uh, I don't tweet enough. That's what you should tweet. <laughs> you should just do what I do and like talk about how I'm scared of werewolves and how <laughs> I like Gundam, and later episode of Gundam Major was pretty good. Uh, yeah. That's really going to fall flat on all the listeners. I bet no one actually knows what Gundam <laughs> is who listens to this podcast. So, uh, Adam, uh, I know you watched... Uh, we were just talking uh, right before that uh, early, crazy early break. Uh, I know you watched the Spike VGAs with me. Um, yes, I did. We now, held hands. Yeah, we held hands. Make-out break. Uh, we uh, started... I, I heard you actually held penises. We started wow. flipping tables uh, when Metal Gear Rising was shown, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. Uh, so... Would you agree that Zachary Levi, that's his name, right? Zachary Levi, am I pronouncing that right? Or is it Levy? Yeah, yeah, whatever. The host? Would, yeah, would you agree that that's probably the best host uh, Spike VGA has ever had? So last year we had... Uh, Sam Jackson, I think? No, it wasn't last year. Um, last year was no, uh, not, um, Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, right, Patrick right, Harris. right. And they right. started off with that, hey, it's a dancing number! And then he came out and, and fake shot all the people. Yeah. And I was um, like, yeah, video games! And I kind of, yeah. I, I, I put my jaws on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people didn't like uh, Neil Patrick Harris, if I remember correctly. No, people right? like him, but they didn't like what he did on VGAs because yeah. they wrote to tell Halo, reach around. Oh my yeah. god, it's funny. Yeah, he was trying hard. way too hard. It, the VGAs is never funny. 
you know, whoever gives a fuck. But the VGA suck. Like, let's just be frank about this. They're not good. Yeah. You know, I mean, the only thing that like is remotely interesting is maybe one or two trailers, and yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, but here's Don the problem. I, uh, that it's the most. I mean, that's the most publicized video game awards there is. Like, I mean, if 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 anything, that's the biggest. That that's what people know as the video game awards, just because yeah. it's on Spike. It probably attracts a huge number of people, way more than Dice or GDC uh awards do so i mean right now yeah. in our industry that is our awards show and the reason why so many people uh no no okay okay you know what it is it's our version of the mtv music awards. yeah that's exactly what it is mtv awards yeah totally because totally. they you know the mtv music awards now you you know they used to be sort of neat like back in the early 90s i don't know i, I can't remember who Adam, I don't think anything was neat in the early 90s. But oh, don't even start. The 90s ruled. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> 90s is where it's at. Anyways, the, the, the Spike VGAs have now just turned into this, like, I don't know, spoof of itself. Yeah. Spoofing itself. Yeah. Every hey, year... I'm Charlie Sheen. Where are the women at? Oh, yeah, totally. Charlie Sheen. What the fuck? That was... Okay, so there was... So my... If, if I could make two omissions to the show, it would be Charlie Sheen and uh, LL Cool J. They, why was Ella Cool J there? And why oh, was... No. Oh, Well, I am. Why the fuck was he there? He oh, was yeah, yeah. advertising the Black Eyes Pit experience. At, at least, at least he's in the game. But, I mean, Ella Cool J or... Oh, where the gamers at? What? What are you talking about? <laughs> Everywhere. It's the fucking Spike Video Game Awards. What are you saying? <laughs> I, like, I hate how these celebrities have to try to justify that they play... I like video games. Yeah, these are the I, reasons why I like video oh, games. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm Lots sure, of money. Know, yeah, you know what would have been much better... And, and, you know, I mean, I don't think this is going to happen, like, in our lifetime, which is sad. But is if we, like, actually respected the people that made these games, like, we respect filmmakers. Mm. For that, you need to go to the, like, the British, like, video game BAFTAs, I think, for that kind yeah, of... Yeah, the BAFTAs are pretty class. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it has to be this, like, big, dry, you know, red carpet affair. But, oh. I mean, it, it, you know, having the, pres- having the presenter should be, like, whoever the lead designer was from the last year's Game of the Year or something like that present the next Game of the Year. Or, like... You know, best voice actor have, you know, I don't know, somebody that is actually a voice actor come up and like talk about it a little bit, you know, a little 30 second thing. And like, I don't know, I, you know, the idea of mixing music and I thought it's always really nice addition. They only ever seem to do like one or two really kind of awesome things per year. Like last year they had yeah, yeah. Um, Jose, what's his face, do the yeah, Red that was, Redemption. That was awesome. I, I was like, yes, yes, please go on like this. And then I heard there was like a re- really good uh, Zelda montage they had for when they were doing some uh, award. And um, yeah, but, the thing is, I'm, I'm kind of split because one side of me is like, you know, we should have something that's taken more seriously. And, you know, Jeff Jeff Keighley shouldn't really be lying when he thinks it's taken seriously. Another part of me is saying, but, I mean, who's going to care other than like, but but nobody's gonna people. care until we start to take it seriously. I think and like, Jeff I, I, Keighley does a great job. I think Jeff Keighley is a great yeah. uh, spokesperson for the video game industry. But sure. um, how, how much does he do exactly for for these VGS? Because I mean, he can only have so much of a say, right? I mean, well, I mean, they're heavily tied with Game Traders TV, and I mean, like you know, he's the head guy, I guess. There, so yeah. that's all I can really think of, to be honest. But what was up with that uh, that YouTube guy? Like, hey, some guy trashed Spike VGAs last year. The, what was the Black Baron or something? Just like, like completely worthless like, filler. What the hell was that? Like, you could have been completely worthless. Okay, so let me get this straight. So Mark Hamill's on, on Twitter complaining that uh, you know he he was seated in the bleachers and they totally like gave his uh, award or sorry his nomination uh, off camera. But like, you spend like five to ten minutes talking, showing some stupid YouTube video, and then this guy refusing to share. Uh, 
uh, the executive producer's hand. I don't know, like, uh, you could have had developers on stage. Like, when I saw Glenn Schofield, Michael Condry, and Robert Bowling on stage accepting uh, the award for Best Shooter of the Year, I mean, that was cool because, uh, whatever, you, you get to see Michael Condry get teabagged. The creators of Call of Duty getting teabagged, whatever. Sure, <coughs> take it or leave it. But uh, I, I want more of that. I want more developers on stage. I not, yeah, um, I think that's exactly what I mean, too. Exactly. Yeah. I, I don't want Stacey Keebler there. Like, hey, oh, cool, Stacey this, Keebler's super hot and everything, but whatever. This is an award for for people that are interested in the game industry. We know who these people are. Even if we don't recognize them by face, you put the name up and like the games they worked on, are like, oh, shit, you know, like, there's yeah. the guy from Dead Space or something like that. Yeah, or, you yeah. Know, I mean, you know, let's give these people some, like, actual credit instead of, you know bringing LL Cool J on yeah. to be, like, the most famous person oh, at the VGAs. I'm so glad, I'm so glad LL Cool J fucking introduced me to Mass Effect 3. Uh, wow, I, I'm, I, I cannot imagine liking Mass Effect 3 if it wasn't for LL Cool J. Um, yeah, totally. It is, the show was hit or miss, though. Like, there was some strong points, I found. Like, having a Miyamoto come out and accept an award and have a speech, yeah, that, that was... was- that yeah, was great. that was great. great. Yeah, having Legend of Zelda, you know, a video game Hall of Fame, sure, whatever, it's cheesy and everything, but sure, why, why the fuck no, not? No, no, that's great. I yeah. think I, I think that stuff's great. Yeah, it is. Um, having Hideo Kojima though come out. And... <laughs> oh, that was so awkward. I felt so <laughs> bad for him. So sorry. Sorry. What? I didn't see it. What happened? Oh my god, he just couldn't say anything. Um, he was so. so he tried... I think he was so embarrassed. No, I know exactly what it was. Uh, we'll we'll get into him. it later. But he tried coming out and and introducing what Metal Gear Rising was now, but he could not for the life of him say or remember the word revengeance. So he was like, <laughs> he was like, so that just goes to show how much. Hideo Kojima almost has nothing to do with this new fucking game. Yeah. Because, uh, not only is it being made by Platinum, but so they removed Solid from the title, which which to me to me means Hideo Kojima was one day in an office and he got a call and they said, uh, so where's uh, Metal Gear Rising? And he's like, uh, I told you guys I, I really wasn't going to fucking work on it. Uh, but they're like, uh, but it's been three years. And he's like, I wasn't joking when I said I wanted to hand this off to, to new people. So they said, okay, fine. Uh, we'll, we'll take it. We'll give it to Platinum Games. And he's like, fine, but take Solid out of the fucking title because those yeah. are the films. <laughs> damn it. Yeah. Um, just as wow, looking at the footage, it's not Metal Gear Solid, is it? <laughs> yeah. So they're like, hey, uh, go, go and announce uh, the, the change of name and go and announce the new game on uh, the Spike VGAs. Yeah, sure. But uh, one thing would be great if he knew what the fuck it was called now. That just goes to show he had nothing to do with the fucking new game at all. Like, Metaru uh, Gear, sorry, oh, sorry. And I felt bad. I love the guy. I don't mean to make fun of him. But Jesus, <laughs> first of all, Revenge is... Anyway, whatever. I'm not going to get into it. But terrible game. <laughs> you, you already just did. Terrible game. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not going to tell my opinion, but... <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, the Spike Video Game Awards, a lot of, uh, I'd say a vocal minority on Twitter. I mean, the hardcore gamers on Twitter are a vocal minority. When, when you see, like, Call of Duty selling... You know, uh, eight, when you see the Call of Duty DLC selling millions, that's what. Yeah, exactly. You know that there's a lot of those, you know, people watching uh, the Spike Video Game Awards, just like they would watch Spike usually, or the the MTV Awards or something like that. So that's mm-hmm. cool. So to them, that's probably you know the Video Game Awards, and they yeah. probably don't give a fuck. They probably thought that show was dope. Honestly, they they yeah. 
they probably loved okay so they saw developers on stage but seeing LL Cool J and Charlie Sheen and Sean Williams well yeah it's Charlie Sheen yeah sweet <laughs> <laughs> winning <laughs> yeah but that Charlie Sheen man that Charlie Sheen thing couldn't have, like does anybody still think it's funny like that was funny earlier in the year that's no, not, that, no. that was, was we were laughing at him not with him that's the thing <laughs> I don't know yeah. why he was there but I remember like I actually just I, I didn't follow him but I casually went to his Twitter page and like on the second day I was on Twitter I was like oh yes my new thing for the day is respect or something like that and that was just hashtag but like everyone was remembered winning and then he was on that stupid Piers Morgan interview uh, and I was like yes I'm yeah. by winning and it's like what no, no. <laughs> I think Zachary Levi was a step in the good direction I think Felicia Day was a good fit uh, I think yeah me too having uh, <laughs> yeah I, I, let's just she's, for, a great, for, she's a great fit anywhere yeah for, for the listeners <laughs> out there let's just uh, let you guys know that Adam is a huge fan of uh, Felicia Day in more ways than one so there's uh, LL Cool J there. That was it. That was a miss. What else? There was Charlie Sheen. I mean, having what, what's his name? Jason. What's uh, the American Pie name? The American Pie guy. Jason oh. Biggs. Jason yeah. Biggs. That's it. Um, I mean, having them come out. Because on... they're making a new American Pie film. Fuck oh, God. Oh my God! Please tell me no. Mm. Are they? I saw the original American Pie film with my dad in the cinema. Um, oh my God! That's awkward. Only, I was probably only like twelve or thirteen years old. Um, and like he thought it was based on the um, the Don uh, McLeaf song or also Don whatever song, um, yeah, Bye Bye American Pie. Um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I think he actually enjoyed it. I think in the end, anyway. And I was like, oh okay. Uh, it was like he's in the face. We were trying to be like, yeah, let's bond like father and son until he realized that he didn't have the patience for it. Uh, I like, oh, they had the I like those movies. Yeah, they had guys from uh, Workaholics on, which I, I I was really happy about. I love that show. I didn't find those guys funny, but um. I felt bad because they weren't that funny. And I was like, oh, your show's so good. Just be your characters. <laughs> I can't believe uh, they made the joke. Like, a- every celebrity was trying to, like I said, you know, prove that they somehow know video games or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I can't believe that uh, Sean William Scott and Jason Biggs made the joke. They're like, oh, World of Warcraft. <laughs> Never heard of that one before. I was I was cringing. I was just like, oh, God, no, really? <laughs> like, Jesus. Um <laughs> Anyways, so let's uh, we can return to the Spike VGAs later. This, this that was a good way to start yeah. the podcast. Uh, you guys wanna you guys wanna know what was this week on PlayStation? Not really. Yeah, yeah sure. Don, <laughs> I would be absolutely delighted if you would tell me what was this week on PlayStation. <laughs> uh, this week on PlayStation for uh, fans of Podcast Derailed, uh, you'll, you'll probably be used to us starting off the show with what's PlayStation this week, but we changed the name of that feature. <laughs> so. Um, on PlayStation Network, oh, no, uh, no Blu-ray releases. No, I mean, no disc-based games. Um, no retail yeah, releases. Not, yeah, no, no retail releases. But Break on PlayStation apart. Network, we've got uh, three full PlayStation games that came out this week. So, Alice Madness Returns. <gasps> the Madness is returned. Who's played that here? Um, I've played a bit of it. Hmm. No. Um, I hear it was all right. Yeah, yeah. it was all right. Yeah. yeah, I guess. Uh, but it came with a copy of the original, which although is like you know hasn't aged super well, um, you're gonna be hard pressed to find an, an, a copy of the original anyway. So uh, kind of take them where you get them, really. Hmm. Uh, we we've, <laughs> we've got Red Faction Armageddon. Uh, I like how you've put the actual review score for these as well above it. Uh, yeah, for for games that have uh, review scores now are. Uh, did I? Week... I think Sorry? I reviewed that one. Pretty sure I reviewed that one, but maybe not. I could be wrong. Um, you did. This is the one with the TV show like prequel, which had Robert Carlyle in it. I can't remember. Like Red Faction Origins, something weird like that. Look, we don't speak British, man. What'd you just say? Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know the bad guy from 
the world is not enough. The guy who couldn't feel pain. Um, I know who you're talking about, but I don't know if he was in a prequel for Red Faction. Sean, yeah. sure. Sean Connery? Uh, <laughs> oh, no, LL Cool J? <laughs> yes, LL Cool J was in a prequel. Man, it, it took, seriously, I watched that show again, because I, I watched the Spike VJs again, like I said, and uh, it took LL Cool J literally three seconds after coming onto stage to lick his lips. <laughs> <laughs> he licks his lips three seconds after coming out of stage. That guy, that's all he does. Uh, yeah, Adam, you reviewed uh, Red Faction Armageddon. You gave it a 7.5. And you said that Red Faction Armageddon takes destructible environments and turns them into a weapon. Perfect for those who like massive des- devastation. Oh, and while the single-player yeah, yeah. campaign is a bit bland and linear, the action is still top-notch. Um, you liked uh, the environment as a weapon, the massive weapons. So you like weapons in that game, I guess. You liked uh, And <laughs> online ruin mode is a blast. Um, that but- was really fun. That's what I was going to mention about. You like didn't the, like. You, 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 okay, go ahead. Sorry, you didn't like the main campaign and the story, and you didn't like the linear sections, and you you thought that the online modes were uh, quite limited. Okay, but the fun part, like if they could have just made this its own standalone thing, was uh, you you just had this mode where you have to blow shit up, <laughs> and it's like blow that's genius. Oh, literally, that's uh, all you have to do. Yeah, I actually know what you're talking about. I did that at PAX. They were having a competition on who can. Yeah, so it's just the mode where they just put you in a level, and you have that. Uh, yeah, you have an arsenal to just destroy the environment. Exactly. So there, there's this uh, this weapon, this like magnet weapon or something, if I remember correctly, where you can like pin something to something else and it just pulls them towards yep. each other. That was great. Yep. That was really fun. Yes. Yeah. See, that was one of the weapons that was mm. that was big and fun. Anyway, what else? Oh, okay. Uh, we've got Call of Water as Bound in Blood, which I think you reviewed as well, right? No, I did uh, the newest one. That's the newest one. Uh, yeah, no, sorry. Uh, Stephen Williamson did uh, Bound in Blood. He said Just that the Old West is brought to life in Call of War's Bound in Blood, and uh, it's the finest Wild West shooter in town. Now, this was uh, in what year? Pre, 2009. Pre-Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, so this game, I mean, I, I actually didn't like uh, Bound in Blood that much. I thought the Call of War's games were, like, all right at best. Uh, it wasn't until Red Dead came out that it was actually a good Western game. So, four Western games before Red Dead came out, then yes, it's an 8 out of 10. So, yeah. Um, yeah, he liked the landscapes, he liked the intuitive, responsive control scheme, uh, weapon handling, and he also liked the Wild West theme action sequences. He clearly, I mean, it's not his fault, Red Dead didn't come out yet. Um, he didn't like having a brother with a poor shot tagging along. That's pretty funny. I guess uh, that ties into the story. And uh, how the showdowns lack excitement and tension. Hmm. 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 No tension. What else? On PlayStation Network, we've got Family Feud Decades. Oh, um, sweet. I- I'm British. Very terribly British. What is Family Feud? Is it like you, Family oh. Fortunes? Um, honestly, Adam likes it. Oh, <laughs> it is the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> uh, it's uh, is this cr- Family Feud, the one where it's like our survey said. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, yeah, we, exactly. we call we call that family fortunes in the UK. Yeah, we're burning Except, uh, <laughs> it's the answers are just very uh, US centric, you know. So uh, it probably like what? give me give me an example here. Okay, uh, specifically something that uh, I will never forget is um, name a few household uh, a pet you would have in your household. Uh, yeah. I was saying turtle, turtle, turtle all along. Turtle? Uh, what the fuck is wrong with you? Who is a turtle? Okay, uh, so let's see. It was like number five or six on the list, but fucking alligator. Who the fuck has an alligator <laughs> as a household pet? Come on. Matt, probably, because he wrestles have, alligators. People have fucking turtles. People don't have alligators. What do you I mean? agree with that. But I agree <laughs> with that. People have dogs and cats. And... I know, dogs and cats and birds and yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Dog gerbils. Gerbils and shit. Yeah. yeah. Spiders. Anyway, anyway, so Family Few Decades uh, came That's out. Uh, it's made by Ludia. They also made um, some other game shows for PSN, like a uh, 
Uh, ba, 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 ba. Wheel of Fortune or something like that. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, okay. Anyway. Oh, no, sorry. They made there, There's already a Family Feud on PSN. This is Family Feud Decades. I think it's a port of a Wii game. But uh, I guess this is a better version of Family Feud. Riveting. And I don't know if you guys want to know. Uh, I don't know if you guys want to know the only mini that came out this week. The Morbian. Yeah, so it's a mini. I'm just gonna read you the uh, <laughs> the description of it. Let me let Don. Don, you need a British person to read this for a sense of authority. Oh, uh, yeah, okay, no, you're, okay. you're, you're right, you're right. The Marbians have... No, I'm joking. <laughs> okay, go, go on, Rob. <laughs> the Marbians have crash-landed in 1940s-era Roswell. In fact, someone's put Rossell. Don. <laughs> you think I wrote that? Do you think I wrote that? And okay. now need the help of PlayStation users to safely return to their home planet. <laughs> Bounce the aliens off walls to get more points, collect moon rocks, and find their way back to the UFOs. Find a way past obstacles and challenging puzzles, like tricky bumper shots and dangerous oil slicks. Okay, so right. uh, that was uh, translated from British to English. That is a video game. So the Marvin <laughs> is a video game, and there's things to do in it. <laughs> Great. So that's all that came out. Uh, we're at the end. I mean, the busy video game season is behind us. So, I mean, now all you got to do is catch up on all that shit you missed. So, yeah. yeah. Way ahead of you. Yeah, it's hard there's to play Skyrim until Mass Effect 3 comes out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Mike, did you get to Resident Evil 5 yet, or are you still on Resident Evil 4? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I've kind of gone back in time to Resi 2 again, so I'm going to go through it again. Oh, nice. <laughs> no, I don't really. <laughs> um, okay, so you guys want to get into news? Sure, sure. Go for it. All right, we well, uh, Mike, do a jingle. No, I've done it twice before I, someone else is going to do it. <laughs> I, Adam, give us a jingle. News, 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 Take off your hats, please. Hat, one hand on your on your chest. Um, for me too. Uh, I like wearing my M Bison hat. Can I? My pecs are too big to put my hand on my chest, so I just put them <laughs> in front of me. <laughs> you guys really ruined that sad moment for me. But uh, for me to wait, the creator of Last Guardian uh, left Sony. Yeah, he, he left Sony. Good riddance, Good I say. Um, very important thing to note, though, he will be finishing the. He will be finishing Last Guardian, which is what everyone was basically having a heart attack about. Yeah, on a contract basis. Uh, yeah. Now, Araba, sorry, Fez, you said. <laughs> <laughs> you said that. Uh, good riddance. What? Why is that? Uh, because I was joking and trying to get a rise out of you, Don. Mm, like, uh, <laughs> like a Metal Gear rise. Uh, so. <laughs> um, yeah, the news came out of Gamma Sutra saying that you know uh, basically he's he left. Uh, so did the producer, and uh, he'll still be sticking around to see it through. Um, now people lost their shit, um, around the internet as they are, as they are wants to do. But, um, what do you guys think about that? Adam, Mike? It's kind of, well, it definitely sucks. And the thing about it is he had a lot of, um, creative freedom at Sony. I mean, I don't want to be like negative about this, but you've got to look at this point of view. Um, he's made two games in the last decade and they weren't exactly great sellers at all. Now, most companies wouldn't give someone that amount of freedom um, to be able to do that kind of stuff because he's taken a lot of risks with his projects. And personally, I just hope that whatever he goes on to, they give him the same amount of freedom. And I think um, one of the, I think it was the executive uh, producer of The Last Guardian also jumped ship and he's gone to join some casual studio. I just hope that um, this guy doesn't do the same thing because I, I, I want to I see him make more of those big budget titles pushing boundaries and stuff, you know. I don't want him to go and see him make a Facebook game or some crap like that. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I saw this somewhere online, but that studio that the producer is joining, um, do, do you remember the name 
Um, I think uh, no, it begins. All I know is it begins with a B. Some yeah. like Bosa or something. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, like Bosa. That's it. We're talking yeah. about the same. We're talking about the right, right thing. Uh, they, they recently came out and said that the PS Vita was going to be a, a big fail. Uh, yeah. Right, right yeah, out the I gate. Saw that too. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I just found that funny that uh, you know first party studio produce executive producer leaves goes to a company that thinks the Vita is going to be a big fail. Oh, he actually said that. I thought it was one of the other guys in the. He, he didn't say it. No, he didn't say it. Uh-huh. He, he probably okay. can't talk a word of English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, it's no uh, surprise they're going to say that, are they? Because the stuff they're making it for is like Android and everything, you know. And let's face it, to people like that, things like Vita and 3DS are going to, you know, are going to flop. You see all the time. They're always slagging off handheld consoles because they don't think there's a market for it anymore. Which I really hope. I really hope there is. I really hope oh, so. If, we, if we're going to go down that argument, it's kind of weird because I was like, oh yeah, you know this the one dollar. Oh, so I started something. Oh no, no, no! I'll just be brief. Like the one dollar app market on like Android and iPhone. And I was like, oh, it's the future compared to handheld devices, but it's not. Especially on Android, it's not a very sustainable economy. So, it'd be interesting mm-hmm. to see over the next few years how, like the Vita and 3DS. I mean, the 3DS has already not done so well, but I mean, it's getting better now. And you know, mm-hmm. the Vita and that how they perform compared to iOS and Android games. I think it's going to be a very interesting time to see how that plays out, how like yeah. mobile gaming prices goes up how and down and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, but also, I mean, with Oeda, um, um, it kind of reminds me of it when, like, Keita Takahashi left um, Namco Bandai uh, after doing, you know, Katamari and uh, Nobby Nobby Boy and that, that's all that stuff. Um, because, as, you know, Mike said there, like, he was a you know, powerful creative guy. He did all these quirky, crazy things, pushed the boundaries. Mm. And that's, like, how I view Keita and I think it's also that these guys just can't be held down. They don't want to be pumping out sequels all the time. They want to do what they want to do. Um, and I can see them kind of moving mm. on being a, a good step for them as long as they're in the right industry. I mean, it probably means they're going to have a lot of... That, that means they're going to be making <clears throat> great games still, hopefully. You don't done. think that this yeah, one man. is Sony, Sony saying, where the fuck is the game? And maybe... Wasn't the, demo of it spo- wasn't the demo of it supposed to be on the Ico and Shadow of the Crosses collection? Uh, yeah, that never happened, did yeah, it? Yeah, and yeah. Oh, wow. So they are taking their sweet time with it, that's for sure. So I'm not surprised yeah. that there was a bit of pushing and prod in there, but who knows? Do you know if 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 he was forced out or if he left on his own? Nobody. Um, I wanted to know, but nothing was said on that. It just they just confirmed that he had left. He wasn't in Sony's employment anymore. They yeah. didn't say. You know, they, I thought they'd spend the whole. Oh, you know, he wanted to move on to Pastors New or whatever. You know, but there was nothing. Oh, horizons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the same old spin, but no, so we don't know. So that yeah, there was nothing of no. like it wasn't clearly stated that he left on his own accord. No, no it was just like so we then, can confirm that so that uh, Ueda, whatever his name is, is not in our employment anymore. It was something along those lines. It didn't say why, you know, his own accord or whatever. He decided to leave. It's just like they just confirmed. Yep, he's not with us anymore. Basically, yeah. I mean, so it, there's a good there's a good chance then that he was uh, um, graciously forced out. Right, right, right. Could which be, is which be. is what which is what I was trying to say is I mean so I mean. Every uh, a, a glaring omission from every fucking E3 or TGS is the Last Guardian. Um, yeah. Everybody, pe- pe- people, up? people did pick up on that though. They were like, "Where's the Last Guardian?" Yeah. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah, right. Well, so well, consumers did, but Sony hasn't really responded. Oh, sorry, Sony. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I mean, right. I'm guessing at some point Sony probably approached him. I mean, not some point, at some point a long time ago, and they've probably done the same thing over and over again, where they say, "So where's the game? Are you ready for a demo?" And he's probably like, uh, no, my artistic masterpiece will be ready in seven years, <laughs> uh, which I believe it, it'll be a great game. It looks. Oh, it's going to be like Gran Turismo 5. Yeah, I thought it was a PS4 launch. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's not say it's like Gran Turismo 5 because Gran Turismo 5 didn't really live up to expectations. That's what I'm saying. That's what, That's what he's saying. saying oh, no, no. 
Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, they probably went up to him and said, you know, we, we really need something soon. And he's like, yeah, I'm kind of sick of you guys doing this. I need more time. And they probably said, all right, get the fuck out. And yeah. he's like, all right. I, I wish I'm him gonna, the best. All right. I'm going to go make a Facebook game. <laughs> yeah, all right. Take it easy, guys. <laughs> um, but whatever. So, uh, of course, we're P- PlayStation Universe. Our PlayStation community uh, had a lot to say about this. And I, r- I ran a, uh, an article where basically I asked a few people on the forums like what they thought. Um, so, forum member Yuichi said, We will never truly know why. And he's talking about why he left. And he says, This guy was with Sony for a long time and a major part of Team Ico. Him leaving is like Peyton Manning leaving the Colts, Mario leaving Luigi, and I guess he means that in the gateway, or Kratos suddenly <laughs> popping up on an Xbox console. Uh, the Last um, Guardian. Can I, can, I, can I stop that guy? Give there, me one right? second. The Last okay. Guardian will get finished, and it will probably still be good. However, I cannot see Team. I cannot see Team Ico staying together after it. Now, uh, go go ahead, Rob. Um, I don't want to diss our community, but what the fuck was those <laughs> allergies? Those were terrible. I mean, I can see I can see where he's coming from, but he's those, making a big deal out of it. But he's saying, making, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, saying that Team Ico won't be staying together. I don't know about that. Uh, I mean, at, at worst, at worst, they'll probably just be incorporated wait, wait. into H- how many how many yeah. games have they made? Three. <laughs> yeah, and, and and how many and and was that what in the past two three years? Uh, <laughs> past yeah. ten years. Okay, all right. Yeah. So the guy the guy makes a good point. I guess. I guess. Uh, maybe. Although, how about this? It doesn't. How about even if they don't break up, it doesn't. It's not going to give a fuck because right. they release the game once every ten yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. That that's 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 the thing. And, and another. All I another... want to know is who is the Yoko Ono in the situation? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I say it's you, Rob. But uh, the thing is, well, I mean, maybe he was the problem with the team. You know, he was. Yeah, Firmino Ueda had a had a, an artistic background. He he graduated in fine art, arts or something like that, and then he got into video games. Um, maybe he was the problem, you know? Like, maybe he w- was the, the perfectionist always saying, no, it's not good enough, it's not good enough, it's not good enough. And maybe he was bogging that team down. Maybe that, look, that team's clearly got great animators, you know, great, there's people working on the tech that are really talented, and maybe they can do better stuff if they just have a new, a new studio head that, you know, maybe is influenced by uh, Assassin's Creed or Call of Duty and wants a game out every three months, maybe they could do something great. I'd like to see those guys make a PSN game. Something that'll take them a year to do, and, you know, yeah, it, it'll go be... Go the, um, uh, the Double Fine approach and say, hey, we're going to start exactly. making retail games and just start exactly. crazy awesome. I like that. Yeah, PSN exactly. Be cool. um, so, like I said, not everybody not everybody was so, you know, upset that uh, Fumito Ueda left, and uh, so Unicron7 said that it will be released in 2012 as scheduled, and you'll see no unnecessary drama coming from me. This is being blown out of proportion by a small few, and yeah, I also know that they have been working on the title for the last three or four years. Them leaving at this stage in development is irrelevant, if you ask me. And I also reiterate that the head man is still working on the title. He is He's just officially gone from Sony. Mountains out of molehills and a lot of wishful thinking. I, I agree. Uh, yeah. I, I, you have, I mean... I would say that some people probably have um, worries of whether he's because he's on this contract basis, whether he's going to be giving it his all or whether he's just going to be doing a half-assed job. Though, but I mean, a lot of the work is already done, though. So I mean, you know, hopefully, (laughs) a a little bit from column A, a little bit from column B. Right. And to reiterate Adam's point, uh, Big Doggy says, I mean, seriously, looking at this guy's background, why do some of you just make a huge deal out of it? So he was uh, behind Shadow of the Colossus and Ico. Okay, the year gap between now and then is huge. Don't mean to sound harsh, but yeah, I'm still sleeping. Just as good. <laughs> it's true. No, I, I, I lost. True. I lost seven seconds of sleep over this. And yeah, it, he's, I, I, he's right. I don't think it's that big of. You know, I don't think this story is that big of a deal. Mm. I think it's a big deal to like the diehard, mm. you know, Ico people. But 
hey, the sales the sales just showed that it's not you know it's, it's a it's a minority, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. but there is something to be said for team morale. And like uh, Fon Fabre says, Capcom lost a few talented people, and look what's happened to them. They have become nothing but a joke in the industry. And uh, just one ambition. Oh, no, no, sorry. no, no, no. Yeah, sorry, finish that. Just I'll, one I'll ambitious and talented individual can completely throw off a project in the studio. Now, this is true. Um, <laughs> if it's gonna, whether or not it's going to happen to Team Ico, I don't know, but we've seen this happen in the past. Cap- Capcom, uh, yeah, they're, they're going back to being basically they're back to the way they were in the early noughties, late 90s, now with yeah. uh, uh, Keiji Nifune has left. So. They're not becoming bad. They're returning to being bad. They're returning to being Capcom, which is <laughs> lol. Um, yeah, but otherwise, yeah, he brings up a good point. So yeah. especially where Resident Evil is concerned, but that's another story. <laughs> well, uh, uh, basically, they're returning to the old Capcom ways of hey, let's iterate on this title and drive it straight into the ground. You mm. know. Um, so yeah, 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 yeah. What other news we got, Don? Uh, I actually like this. Uh, well, I mean, it's not the biggest surprise, but Plants vs Zombies is coming to the PS Vita. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Plants vs. Zombies. Yeah, um, wow, ooh, uh, ooh, uh, is it is it going to be a proper PS Vita game or is it going to be part of the PlayStation Suite? I am guessing it's going to be a proper. What, what do you mean by PlayStation Suite? You mean okay, like the those, place, The PlayStation Suite is uh, kind of the games that are um, the PS One uh, games, right? No, 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 yes, yes, and no. It's basically it's their um, uh, system for releasing games on their like you know handheld um, devices, like sorry. Um, like their tablets and their smartphones. Mm. It's like a step up from like normal Android Marketplace. There are PS1 classics on there, but there are also like original games on this PlayStation Suite, and all of those will be available on PS Vita. Um, I mean, Plants vs Zombies is has actually just been released on Android Marketplace, having previously been on uh, the Amazon Android Marketplace. Um, so it's probably not too much big of a thing for them to make it a PlayStation Suite game. And both work on the, their tablets, their Xperia Play, and <sighs> the uh, PlayStation Vita. Does that make sense to everyone? It does. I, 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 I was just <clears throat> thinking that it was going to be, let's say, a port of the PlayStation Network version. It could well be, and that, you know, I mean, it's already on Android, so why would they put it on the suite if they can just have, hey, we'll, we'll spend less on licensing and get it on PlayStation Network, right. and it's the same thing, basically. So. Right. I don't think they specify, because I wrote the story, and I don't remember reading about that. I just said, it's, I, know that it's, I know that it's a launch title. It's definitely a launch title. As far as I'm aware, I don't think they've said much about PlayStation Suite integration since the G- uh, Gamescom, sorry. So uh, maybe they've forgotten about it or they oh, okay. were lying or something. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> and also coming to PS Vita, our own Mike Harrodens reported this, uh, Final Fantasy Type-O. Mm. Hmm. Well, that's, it. that's actually if, that's if you play it on the um, PlayStation Vita, it's if you use the uh, second analog stick to manipulate the camera. Oh yes, because oh, they're like right. they're enhancing PSP games to use both. Yeah, right, it's part right. of the uh, UND transfer thing or whatever it's called. Yeah. Right. Okay, so so it's not so much coming Transfiring. to PS Vita as it's going to be extremely compatible with it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, so I'm guessing the second analog just yeah camera control. Uh, yeah. That's cool. Remember, remember when Nintendo used to do that? Like you know, the Game Boy Color came out and like Game Boy games kind of had a little bit of color. Then the Game Boy Advance came out and like one game had some weird compatibility. It was like, hey. Like uh, Zelda, Oracle of Ages, and Oracle of Seasons. If you played those in a GBA, you got a special extra shop, and that was the last time anything ever like that happened. I'm glad Sony yeah. bringing it, bring yeah, it back. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad, and I'm not glad that yeah. Nintendo now has such a fucking bass backwards approach to that and releases <laughs> some bullshit slide pad attachment for the 2DS that turns into a fucking Game Gear. But anyway, <laughs> Game Gear. I don't want to get into that. That's I had flashbacks bad. of my Game Gear years. When you I know what I heard, you guys? I heard that the the slide pad. Uh, 
has the right analog uh, nub. Sorry. So for those of you that don't know, Nintendo is, uh, is releasing a GameStop exclusive or EB Games slash GameStop exclusive uh, peripheral, meaning that it'll only be sold on uh, store shelves in GameStop. Uh, that is... West, though, I think. Right. Only so, in America, yeah. Okay. So it's a it's an attachment for your 3DS that turns it literally about two times bigger, and it adds uh, a second analog stick. Sorry, second an analog, analog stick. And it gives right. you um, two shoulder buttons as well. Right. Yeah, yeah, you get two side. shoulder buttons, right. And, it, and apparently it runs on one AAA battery and lasts for 480 hours or whatever the fuck. I don't give a shit. And at least uh, well, that was kind of the thing when they announced it. was like, hey, it runs on a battery. And people yeah. were like, at least it like, runs for like 500 hours or what have you. Because at least then you don't, you don't want to have to be changing it so often, which is... That's cool. But yeah, yeah whatever. Apparently I heard that the uh, both analog dubs have... Uh, different resistances, meaning that one is <laughs> stiffer than the other. Could you imagine how gross that would be? Imagine. So imagine you're playing PlayStation and your left analog stick's super easy to move around, but your right one's like pretty tough. <laughs> that would be gross. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually just playing with my six axis now to find out if that's the case. And no, it's not. Mm-hmm. Good lord. What about my 360 controller? Uh, no, even the 360 is the same. Yeah, the same balance. Um, where's my mm-hmm. uh, my WaveBird? Um, let's find out. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yep, the C stick and the analog stick have the same resistance to it. So yeah, fuck Nintendo. Um, carry, <laughs> oh, on. Jesus. carry on, Don. Uh, you guys like Mortal Kombat, right? It won. Uh, it won best fighting game of the year. I know Adam's a fan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Brilliant, brilliant game. Yeah, it was. It was. A, it was a good reboot. Definitely the best Mortal Kombat in a long time. I can agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, quite... We should just. We should just stop and just um, think about Matt because he can't play it because he's banned in Australia. So. <laughs> <laughs> he shouldn't, shouldn't live in such a shit country then. Oh, Sorry. we're all laughing at Australia. <laughs> um, so yeah, so the news broke that NetherRealm is taking a hiatus from Mortal Kombat. Um, Mike, you wrote this up. So does this mean that? You know, Ed Boon came out and said that the studio will be working on a different project. Uh, does this mean that they'll drop Mortal Kombat and revisit it, or are they working on something else altogether? I think I think they're just moving on. For the next project, it's going to be something different. And then I think he said that they will come back and revisit Mortal Kombat uh, when, when the time is right. I'm, I'm a bit surprised. I don't know whether I should be surprised or not, because Mortal Kombat did so well, and you would think that some companies would want to capitalize on that and churn out a sequel. But then again, you know, at the same time, it's good to probably let, you know, let, just leave Mortal Kombat oh. as it is, go and do something else, and then come back and with another Mortal Kombat game, perhaps, which isn't just like, you know, like some companies will probably offer just incremental upgrades, but with the next Mortal Kombat, it could be something even more awesome. And I'm all yeah. for that. Um, I don't know what they're going to make next, but they didn't say anything about that. But hey, what, whatever. What are the studios does WB, WB own? So yeah, get Rocksteady to make another MK Mythologies game. And uh, then never Is that make... Sub Zero game that was on the S4, but that, that was a series they were making. But hey, you know, Rocksteady made the Batman games, Batman yeah. games, so uh, yeah. they yeah, can make a new uh... game mythologies. And then Never Realm have their palate cleanser, so they're not making Mortal Kombat all the time. You know, just kind of refresh their brain, do something different, and then go back to do Mortal Kombat. Um, second impact. Let's, Let, let's be honest. Uh, this is the Mortal Kombat. That reboot was the highlight uh, for the past, like, let's say 15 years for Mortal Kombat. I say leave it there. Leave it <laughs> I there. Actually, I actually really liked MK versus DC, just, just to put that out oh, there. Oh, okay. Well, I say leave I it. I with Mortal Kombat 4. Just make something new. Those guys, those guys know yeah. what they're doing. Make a new fighting game. Yeah. Uh, leave, leave it there. It, everybody's happy with it. Just they, don't, they should, don't go They should buy Killer Instinct from Microsoft and make a new Killer Instinct game. Uh, hey, uh, Don, to, Don, to build on that, actually, there was um, a story, I, wrote, I think, a couple of weeks ago that uh, the BBFC, uh, the ratings board, they outed a, um, I think it was like an ultimate edition of Mortal Kombat. So I think we're going to get like the all the downloadable content on one disc. Yeah. And uh, but obviously that's going to be it there. But that doesn't surprise me at all. Surprise! Yeah. 
Yeah, another that's a good uh, one. An, an expansion. Pack. People get so people get so mad when you get like game of the year editions or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, you were talking about that the other day to me. Really? I, I actually, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm cool with that idea, honestly. I'm totally uh, cool with it. Like, I mean, I it's just it's all like Ultimate Marvel's Capcom 3, where it's like, hey, this is like a, a major upgrade. It's just, hey, this is all the DLC collected so that right. you can buy all and slightly cheaper. And uh, let's be honest, there, there are way better examples of those game of the year types uh, of, of games. Like, I thought uh, Dragon Age Origins, the Ultimate Edition, was really good. It included all the DLC. Uh, Borderlands Game of the Year Edition was great. Yeah. A lot yeah, of extra yeah. content. Fallout 3 right. Game of the Year Edition was awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot right. of extra content. Red Dead was good. Red right, Dead's right. Game of the Year. Uh, yeah, LA Complete Collection. I'm looking forward to getting oh, yeah. that. Uh, Adam, yeah. do you know if uh, Red Dead's uh, sorry Game of the Year Edition came with Undead Nightmare? I think so, yeah. Okay, because if it did, that's great. That's, yeah, that's I think great. so, though. I'm sure it did. And hey, then you get the 50 year anniversary edition of Oblivion. <clears throat> Hmm, yeah, yeah, right. Which still yeah, is. didn't that come with a map and that's it or something? Oh, actually, no, it did come with a cloth map, so, I mean, I, I love <laughs> cloth maps. Cloth maps are, like, the um, like most classic and awesome video game, like, extra thing, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, do you guys dislike Metal Gear Rising? No, I, I think it looks awesome, because I love Platinum games, so... Sh- like, shut up, Fez. Uh, do you guys <laughs> dislike Metal Gear Rising? <laughs> Say yes, um, goddammit! <laughs> Actually, I'll be honest. I haven't even seen the trailer for it. Well, could of you course says, you haven't. Oh, the trailer, the trailer's like so fucking cheesy Dude, with like the, with the so da 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 da, like focusing on each on each two letters. It's like what what's going on? Please just show me the whole title and what's what's with the stupid rock. And well, I love the rock, but it's really rocky and. And then people it sounding just, weird. It just and, looks like it yeah. belongs in, in, an, in an arcade, and, and that's in a bad way. I know some, you know, there's yeah. a lot of good arcade games, but this just looks... Game over, yeah! You remember how Metal Gears and, you know, like, Vamp really fucked up Raiden in Metal Gear Solid 4? Yeah, that was a great game. But you know what? Raiden's back with a revengeance, apparently, because he's throwing <laughs> Metal Gears across cities! He's and and he's slicing he's straight slicing through a uh, Metal Gear Ray, which is kind of badass. And actually. he locked so no, no, it's not that. <laughs> he locked swords with a Metal Gear Ray. Now, uh, dude, he locked swords with a Metal Gear. What is yeah, dude, it's, a, it's, it's Platinum Games and Nutshell. You don't play like Bayonetta and Vanquish and all okay, that Okay, I'm sure that that the game will be great. I just yeah. wish it wasn't Metal Gear Rising. No, Metal Gear, yeah, yeah. Something else, Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> Like Metal Gear Solid Five with the boss and the Cobras, eh, Don? Uh, yeah, that, that that was that was totally cool. So, like I was saying, uh, if you dislike Metal Gear Rising, then Kojima says, well, he didn't really say if you dislike it, but he says wait for this the next stealth Metal Gear Solid sequel, meaning that you know he might be working on something else like a Metal Gear Solid Five, which hey, was. Hey, uh, can we have Metal Gear Acid Three? No, <laughs> no, we can't. <laughs> okay. No. What just... about Metal Gear Ghost Barble Two? Yeah, uh, yeah, was, yeah, we can was, actually. That was the game. That's game by color. color. Oh yeah. fuck yeah, we can on uh, PS Vita. Um, you heard it here first. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, I just I just wish it was another game. It looks like Bayonetta, but whatever, that's that's fine. Uh, I just wish it was a Metal Gear. They Are we d- going to get Bayonetta two at all? Hmm. Um, I don't think Platinum are in the. Actually, it's a Sega property, though, so maybe Sega would make it, make it, but maybe not with Platinum Games. So uh, I'm still yeah. extremely skeptical on Rising, uh, simply because that game a few months ago was cancelled. Uh, yeah, I love that. It was quietly cancelled <laughs> yeah. and then you, brought back to life yeah. by Platinum. Which you, is you don't crazy. fucking cancel a game because it's fantastic. You, you don't cancel a game because it's, oh, it's working. No, you don't give another game, you don't give a game to another studio uh, three years in because it's everything's going smooth. So that game has hella problems, I'm assuming. 
Um, it's and probably not the... out to be the most badass action game ever. Yeah. They, they probably spent three or four years slicing watermelons into <laughs> a bunch of elixirs. <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever. Um, so, Metal Gear Rising. Revengeance. Look. Revengeance. Revengeance. It's revenge and vengeance. It's revengeance. Uh, speaking of what Hideo Kojima's... Speaking of what Kojima's going to do next, um, he says he doesn't have enough staff to make Zone of the Enders 3. So you heard it here first, Zone of the Enders 3 made by Nintendo. <laughs> I, I want to make Zone of the Enders versus Gundam, and I'll be very a happy boy. Great. Awesome. So the one person in the world that that would make happy. Uh, well, probably lo- people in Japan would love it because people love Gundam in Japan, but no one loves Gundam outside of Japan. So above me. Mm. I, I'm so, like, I'm like in the West. I'm probably like an expert on Gundam, like genuinely. So yeah, there you go. Never seen it to be honest. Yeah, that's that's the thing. <laughs> I've seen every single. I've watched twelve days straight of Gundam, that, and that's like. Everything that existed over the past like thirty-three years of Gundam. So the the only Japanese anime or whatever property I've seen is High School of the Dead, which my friend <laughs> watched. Yes, High School of the Dead. I've actually seen uh, it. Yeah, uh, uh, great story. The director was like, you know, if girls are going to be running around, they're going to have big boobs and they're going to be flopping all over the place, which is basically High School. Yeah, the yeah. God, jeez. I think they focus on that more more on their panties than they do the zombies right yeah uh when that when that show started when i started watching that anime i was like oh cool you know like uh, an anime take on zombies and i was like oh this is this is really cool i was getting really into it and then it started getting really into the uh you know yeah yeah, and i was like okay this has gone a total different direction but it was cool in the beginning but uh there was there was this one point where someone fires a sniper rifle and the bullet literally uh, goes in matrix bullet oh yeah flies Flies in between a, a, a rack, and when I say like flies in between two tits, I don't mean like oh, a regular yeah. way. One, one of them flops up, yeah, and it goes no, through no. that. I don't and mean the other like one then flops up and it goes under that one yeah, as well. You know, so um, I'm not, I'm like think, you know, you look down. Let's say you're a girl. Look down. You have a beautiful pair of tits. So the bullet, <laughs> the bullet would go through your cleavage, right? No. So the bullet, <laughs> literally, one tit was to the left, one tit was to the right, and it went. Anyways, let's just stop talking about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Basically, current anime is all about etchy and boobs and K-On. K-On's awesome. Yeah, so Kojima says uh, we want to make that game. Uh, we just don't have the staff to work on that game. And of course, I'm yeah, talking I think about... There's a, there's a Zoe anime, I believe. Uh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. So uh, we have an environment where we could work on it using the Fox engine. And if we had the staff to work on that, we'd like to. This was in, a, in an interview with Gamer Fit Nation. Um... Do you think it's he doesn't want to make it or Konami doesn't want him to make it? I think he wants to make it and Konami's like, well, this Metal Gear thing has been making us a lot of money, so how about you continue doing that? Yeah. What hey, is he cool. even working on? I mean, he's got... I've read so many... done so many stories over the last few years about all these products. He was meant to be doing a collaboration with some guy, then he was meant to be doing this, uh, by his own words, some taboo project. <laughs> and then there was Metal Gear Solid Five, and then there was Zoe Free. It's just, oh, I can't hardly keep up anymore. This is what Kojima's doing. He is currently working on 42 games. Now, it's going to take him about 10 <laughs> years. It'll take him about 15, whatever, 15 years, but they'll all come out in the same year, and it will be the best gaming year ever. <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, how about this? So, they want him to make popular Konami properties. What if there was a Hideo Kojima made Silent Hill and oh. a Hideo Kojima made uh, Castlevania? Ooh. Oh, like yeah. uh, like that other one that he was looking over, just like he's looking. Lords of Shadow, yeah. Like I think he directed the cutscenes for that, didn't he? So, sure, yeah. sure, he did. <laughs> With werewolves, where uh, uh, riding werewolves. I want a 
Seriously. Werewolves all the way down. Well, what is his team doing right now? Metal Gear, probably. So they made that Fox engine. Come on. that. So let's say that Fox engine took them three years to make. Yeah, I guess they probably, they've probably been making that since yeah. um, Wolops, I suppose. So. Right. Not Wolops, um, Peace Walker. Right. So Metal Gear Solid Five. Maybe. Probably. He's got something in... I think it's... Oh, what was it? It's Project Ogre, is it, or something? I'm sure I saw that name come up somewhere. No idea. Hey, you, know, you, know, you know what you should do? Because, you know, David Hayter, the voice of Snake, is actually a writer, so you should get him to help him write stuff. Right. He That'd did the screenplay for X-Men, I think. And, right? and Watchmen. And what? And The Watchmen. Oh, oh, awesome. Yeah. He did X-Men 1 and 2 and The Watchmen. Uh, I can't remember what else he's done, but yeah. David uh, Hayter, poor guy. Mike, uh, you mentioned yeah. something about Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, possibly, you know, his original idea for it would uh, feature the boss and the Cobra unit. You uh, care to explain about that? Yeah, it's um, one of he uh, started chucking ideas around on Metal Gear Solid Five just after Four was completed, which would be three years ago, I believe. And one of them was about focusing on the mission with the boss and the Cobras in Normandy, which they uh, talk, which uh, the boss talked about spoilers at the uh, end of Metal Gear Solid Three, which is my favorite game, by the way. Um, yeah, I mean, that's... that's. Oh, when you say Normandy, do you mean uh, World War Two? do you think? Yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. I was about to say yeah. that would be a great setting. That, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would be great. Um, that would be mint, mate. I can't... I mean, if I, I'm just gutted he, he's abandoned that because I love the boss. She was a great character. And, you know, it'd be a prequel, obviously, but, you know, I don't really... I, personally, I'd rather see them go back and do something with the boss and go forward with another character and have it not work out because there's so much material. He's got such a... It's such a big law with Metal Gear Solid, and I think it'd be great if they could fill that out, because there wasn't really... If you think about it, the, the Cobras, um, they didn't really have that much backstory compared to some of the other bosses in Metal Gear Solid. You know, when they die, they used to like spend 10 minutes talking about their life or whatever. Right. You kind of got to know them, but with the Cobras, it's just like, oh, yeah, bang. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, yeah, I'm about I'd... to turn into a bunch of bees. Hold on. Um... <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> now, yeah, why, why... <laughs> yeah, I think that's, uh, that's a cool idea and everything, and it really, like, uh, it really, like, you know, brings the, the Metal Gear fan in me like, oh, wow, you know, the boss and the Cobra unit. But uh, how about this? You know, Metal Gear Solid 4 was a great game, in my opinion. And uh, yeah. the, the story ended. And how about... The story you know, ended for Solid Snake. Yeah, the story ended for Solid yeah. Snake. So that, that's great and everything. Uh, I, I mean, I'd say that the story also ended for Big Boss and Solid Snake. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. So... So the Metal Gear verse is pretty much, you know, completed. I don't need Rising to fucking fill me in. You know, it was supposed to be a, a prequel, right? Rising was supposed to be a prequel of when uh, Raiden went to go save Olga's daughter or something like that. Um, yeah, that's a good point. They changed it. it was yeah, they changed it. And now, and, and now it's a sequel. And now it's after yeah, yeah, so whatever. Forget about all that. All, all those, G- I guess all those game design documents and all the, the script went to shit, but whatever. Um, <laughs> like, how about they just work on a new game? Like, Metal Gear, it was great. Just... Sure, have spinoffs, whatever. Just leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it. Work on a new game, Kojima. I'm sure you can do it. I'm sure you guys would make a kick-ass new game. I'm sure Adam would be would would agree with me that we don't need any more sequels. Just new IP, please. That's right. Yeah, I'm sure he is working on a new game. I'm positive whatever he's working on is a new is a new game. He's always going to talk about Metal Gear Solid. It's always going to be there. Yeah, because he said in a recent interview, he said as long as people want it, then I think his exact words were, "We'll probably have to make Metal Gear Solid Five in that OPM interview." But I'm pretty sure whatever he's working on next is completely new. He's he's got loads of things that have been churned up over the years that he's been speaking about, and I'm absolutely sure about what he's working on. What he turns out next will not be Metal Gear. I'm mm. sure of it. Mm. I really am sure. But yeah, like I said, I mean, I, I agree with you on that, Don. I, I wouldn't want to see it go forward because like you said, I think they, I mean, 
I've read a lot of bad things about Metal Gear Solid 4, and I, you know, fair enough opinions and all that, but I loved it, and it really brought things to a natural conclusion. I Same. And, yeah, and it's just, if they did do a Metal Gear Solid 5, then I would rather it be a prequel than a sequel. That's where I stand. And uh, as far as prequels go, you could do a lot worse than the boss and the Cobras. You know hey, what? what about we play as Raiden yeah. when he's a kid soldier? Jack the Ripper? Yeah. Jack the Ripper. Mm. Uh, uh, that's kind of cool. They're like the return of Jack the Ripper at the end of that number. Yeah, like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think we've seen enough of Ryden. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. I mean, yeah, literally with his hands over his penis. <clears throat> one thing, <laughs> one thing uh, I'll say that that's kind of cool about Metal Gear Rising is uh, PS3 is the lead platform for that game. Yeah. So yeah. no more of that, you know, Xbox 360 jank getting in my PS3 games. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But uh, that's cool. I mean, uh, why not? I mean, you you see the best games being made like that. You know, being made for the PlayStation Three and then ported downwards uh, instead of vice versa, where they're made for Xbox and then they just you know they don't use the PS3's full potential. And I'm not, I'm not trying yeah, to say that PS3. I'm not trying to say that PS3 is is a better console or anything. I'm just going with the facts that some hardware specs are stronger on the PS3. Uh, not the anti-aliasing for one, but. You know other stuff. Uh, you yeah, saw you I saw Alien Noir being made for PS3 first, and that game was great. Uh, the, what other games? There was, I mean, uh, uh, the, 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 well, definitely not Red Dead Space Two. Uh, Vanquish was slightly better on PS3. Right? Um, yeah, Vanquish which, was used as lead, uh, PS3 on lead platform. There uh, were a few. Yeah, mm. but I mean, I, I mean, if we're gonna go down that road, I mean, it's just a uh, because Xbox game making is like a much more classical style, whereas PlayStation is not, and place right. and the PS3 doesn't have the same type of resources as the 360 hence why you get some weird like janky ports that's so. true but then when you get uh someone when you get a team like naughty dog that really you know uh cracks the ps3 in then half you create, you then get you get uncharted the fucking 3. uncharted 3 that wins best graphics of the year regardless of any yeah. pc game you know like any pc yeah. game that came out this year turned on max settings uncharted oh. 3 still beat them all uh, up. well battlefield 3 looks like pretty looks good. fantastic i know <laughs> but uh <laughs> i i guess that you know the the art direction. It's more impressive that Uncharted Three looks as good as it does on the PS3 than than Battlefield Three does look on PC. That's true, and, but I'd so, go yeah. to argue that you know uh, the Frostbite Two engine was a little bit you know like all that gray and brown and black in Battlefield Three is just whatever. Uncharted <laughs> Three had a bunch of colors, and and Uncharted Three is not actually it, what what is it called, Mike? Hyper realistic, not uh, not photorealistic. Uncharted Three isn't photorealistic; it's hyper realistic, meaning that they purposely try to make some things look. Uh, not like a video cartoony, game. <laughs> not cartoony, but hmm, I don't know how to put this. Like, like they kind of tried to balance it so that the uncanny valley, you weren't like, oh my god, what the exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. So that uncanny valley thing, you know, yeah. When do you think we're gonna get over that? By the way, um, as soon as ray tracing becomes a thing, we're gonna get close to it. Oh, um, what is ray tracing? Uh, ray tracing is, uh, as far as I'm aware, it's like when a graphics card will actually draw the path of light. It's um very resource intensive. I don't think there's any graphics card that can do it right now, unless of course they can, and I'm kind of really out of the loop. Um, but it's going to take another. I mean, Nvidia always say, "Oh, it's five or ten years down the line," and they always say that like every two or three years. So um, I don't know. It's it's not just the graphical capabilities; it's people who are drawing uh, and kind of creating these models and textures and stuff as well. So it's not that simple, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. let's just uh, quick fire a few uh, a few more news, and then we'll, we'll a few more news bits, and we'll take a break. So. Uh, the Last of Us was probably the biggest, uh, for me, it was the biggest surprise at the VGA, seeing the Naughty Dog logo yep. uh, come up right before The Last of Us. Hey, uh, guys, can I just uh, clarify something? Was there any rumors, were there any rumors previously, uh, prior to the VGAs, about uh, Naughty Dog working on The Last of Us? 
Actually, there I were. think I read something on that. I, I got a new um, magazine that I subscribed to, and I was, I was re- reading the rumors section and stuff, and uh, they were saying one of the reveals is going to be a new, uh, new Naughty Dog IP. I read that the day before the VGA, so yeah, technically they were. I didn't read any online, though. Hmm. I didn't expect Naughty Dog to be there at all, to be honest. Yeah, I thought, it, I thought it was that... Um, to be honest, if I thought it was either going to be God of War 4 or maybe that Smash Brothers game everyone was talking about, but not Naughty Dog. So that was a great surprise. Mm. I knew it was going to be some kind of shit, apocalypse, end of world survival shit. <laughs> okay, so uh, we've talked about this before off air, but uh, Adam Adam isn't really into uh, The Last of Us. Just Or, or not, not so much that he isn't into The Last of Us. He isn't into uh, people getting super excited for it. Um, no, why the fuck are people so excited about okay, it? Okay, let me fucking tell you because the guys that made the guys that made fucking crazy. Uncharted are now making a new IP about like, fucking post-apocalyptic. Okay, check. Oh, awesome. cool. Oh, awesome. wow, post-apocalyptic. That's such an original concept. Yeah. Okay, not original, but Adam, didn't you love Fallout? Yeah. Okay. Fucking three yeah. or four years ago. When yeah. when it was original concept. <laughs> Uh, post-apocalyptic wasn't an original concept. Hey, I'll, I'll, it wasn't as used in video games as it was when that came out. That's so. true. All I'm but, saying is that trailers like that don't don't mean much to me. No. How do you get excited for that? I mean, it's like neat. Okay. Remember that Dead Island trailer, which was like half backwards and half forwards? And right. Yeah, but this yeah. one was running on PS3. Right. That is right. like, oh yeah, yeah. You know, this is right. this is how it's gonna look. No, much. let me tell you why I mean, I'm excited for this. No, 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 no. You, you see, in in. That that statement that this is how it's gonna look. That's like a big maybe because who the fuck knows how it's gonna look in the end? Okay, well I assume everybody believes that that's how it's gonna look. It very much looked like a PS3 game. It it's naughty dog, so I yeah, have faith. That's it wasn't. It wasn't the Killzone 2 reveal at E3, uh, whatever. It, it, yeah. It, it looked like it was. Come on, it looked like PS3 tech. It looked like Uncharted tech. It, it was nice, but I even think hey, it could be nicer. It's gonna get nicer. You know, it's. I'm not. I'm not arguing that it wasn't pretty. That it wasn't like, oh, an exciting, you know, not zombies, but zombie-like creatures with a little girl and this guy, and she gets stabbed, and there's blood, and you go outside, and it looks pretty. Who cares? Oh, I am down. Oh, it just checked so, so many boxes for me. me. Oh, oh, oh uh, z- uh, zombie survival? Check. Naughty Dog? Fucking check. That's all I need. <laughs> That's all yeah. I need. I get that, mate. I just, I'm not, I, I'm not. I, I, when I see some gameplay... And I hear more details. Maybe okay. I'll get excited. So, but, but the, the, proof will, the proof will be in the pudding. Let's just exactly yeah, totally. Now let's just speculate. Let's say that game is two-player co-op, okay? And it fully has that. Uh, great... uh, before, before we continue, uh, Bagsy, I play this. will go with the Switch knife. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> you fucking pedo. Uh, no, uh, I'm <laughs> Don't you guys think she looks like a, what's her name from Inception? Uh, is her name Ellen uh, Page? Page? Yeah, Ellen Page. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, my uh, friend mentioned that as well. So maybe, yes. maybe she voiced it. Maybe I don't know. No, she hasn't voiced. She, oh. She's not voicing that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So let's say it has the script writing of the Uncharted uh, series. Uh, that would be great. Uh, with got those kick-ass graphics, kick-ass tech, and I trust the Uncharted guys to make a fun. <gasps> Where will Nolan North be in all of this? <laughs> He's probably pissed <laughs> off. He probably saw that and flipped the fucking table. Like, God He's damn probably it. in a game somewhere. Come on. <laughs> yeah, he's doing something. He's probably, be doing probably recorded Desmond for Assassin's Creed. Oh, I'm being a racist version of the penguin. <laughs> racist? Yeah, racist English accent. Racist? Yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm English. I'm Cockney, innit? And it's like, what? It's no, Nolan North. Yeah, I, I, love, I love you, Nolan, but no. Please, 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 mm. please don't. I thought he did really well as a penguin. He um, did pretty well, to be honest, yeah. Go on. Yeah. Hey, you know what happens at the end of Batman? 
Um, oh, that I hear that um, it turns out, spoilers, Bruce Wayne is Batman. Um, <laughs> no! Spoilers, Dick Grayson is Nightwing. Here's and a- also top tier Robin. Uh, D- uh, Tim Drake is Robin in it. There's no mention of Jason Todd. Uh, yeah. What are you talking about? So here's here's a little funny anecdote for uh, our listeners. Um, we were watching the Spike Video Game Awards, and I was playing Batman Arkham, Arkham City at that time, uh, so a few days ago. I, ha- I still hadn't finished it. Uh, we were watching it with... I was watching it with Tim, um, who's been on previous podcasts, uh, Timothy Nunes, and um, I was watching with Adam Dolge as well. So he did, he probably didn't know that I, I wasn't playing... I was playing still playing Arkham City. Uh, and then, so, spoilers, if you guys haven't finished Arkham City, you probably just want to skip ahead uh, two minutes. But during the Spike VGAs... Um, Mike, wait, Mike, have you played Arkham City? I haven't played Arkham City, but knowing me, I'm probably not going to get around to it for like a year, so it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, spoiler alert, major so, actual spoiler alert. Yeah, actual spoiler alert. Um, and during the Spike VGAs in his uh, acceptance speech for Character of the Year, Joker, you know, they have those uh, those uh, cutscenes with voice acting behind them of the, the video game models t- talking to the... To the yeah. So, uh, Hello, Gotham. Yeah, Joker was yeah. accepting his award, and uh, he held up a, a script that said uh, Arkham. Batman Arkham World is like a joke, yeah. Yeah, Batman Arkham World script. So uh, people were speculating since Arkham City was announced at the uh, VGAs, like, what, a few months after oh, Arkham Asylum. Yeah, I mean, I think it was more of a joke than, than any of the speculating. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I got, of course, in game, they did say, oh, you know, we're ready to go worldwide, and then they said, you know, Go to Keystone City in Metropolis, and suddenly it's like oh, Keystone City. That's where the Flash lives. Oh my God, I love the Flash. Right. So uh, yeah. we're watching that, and then Tim's just like, huh? And here's a spoiler alert. Uh, Tim's just like, huh? That's weird. Uh, I-, I wonder why Joker is holding up a-, a script for Arkham World when he died at the end of Arkham City. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 I imagine you like he, he logged right out. I freaked. He out. did. He just like, he oh, said fuck shit. you and he logged out. <laughs> Uh, and then the next day, literally the next day, I finished the game. So uh, yeah, that's I saw you playing. <laughs> and I mean, that's the big reveal. That is the big reveal of Arkham really? City. Really? The, the, the big? There's a bigger reveal. What? That? Uh, oh, okay, right. Yeah. I well, not. Mm, I mean, you're talking about Clayface. Yes, I'm talking about Clayface. Yeah, I guess that was a. The a, fact that I mentioned that name. If anyone knows Batman, then know exact. They'll probably figure out exactly what's going on so, uh, at some point during the game. So yeah. Yeah. What about Clay, what about Clayface? What, what are you talking about? That he was spoilers again. Uh, yeah. That he was the healthy Joker. Yes. Like ah, you, you'll yes. notice him go from what looks like um, kind of uh, ill to healthy, and you're like, yeah. Huh, shapeshifter. Hmm, I wonder who that could be. And yeah, it's Clayface. The end. I actually didn't put it together. I'm, not, I'm admittedly I'm not the biggest Batman fan, but I was like, oh shit, that's that's pretty messed. So there was this. Actually, they actually fooled me. There was two Jokers behind the scenes the whole time, and at the last, like the last five minutes of the game, the Joker dies. Which, oh yeah. god, that blew my mind. Or sorry, it would have blown my mind. It blew yeah. my mind when Tim told me. But whatever, that's a funny story. We're done with the spoilers now. Um, so uh, we were talking about The Last of Us right before that. Yeah. The, they say that The Last of Us uh, is going to be out in late 2012, early 2013. That sounds about right. Sure. Wow. Yeah, it's been in, it's been in development since late 2009. So that's that's what gives me some kind of hope. I'll I'll admit that. Yeah, because well, it's been in the works for a while. Yeah, they've been well, they're, they're planning they're, it. They're, yeah, that they have like by the time it's released, it'll have some three years of, of development. That's yeah, that's a good plenty sign. of time in the oven. Mm-hmm. And also, yes, um, the, the fact that Naughty Dog is developing it could be a good sign. But as you all know, I think that the game of the year winner at PSU is going to be the most overrated game of the year. Skyrim. Just, <gasps> oh, 
No, no. Uh, we're not giving that's, away. We're not giving away our, our game of the years just yet. Uh, that's you'll have to tune. No, in next but that's week. probably that's probably gonna win. Uh, go, going going by our forums maybe, but the what, game of the year, it's gonna be. Um, um, <laughs> give me something obscure and not very good. Catherine is Veronica X HD. Dead Island, yeah, sure. <laughs> or, or, Dead Island. Yeah, there you go. I think I said it before, actually. Yeah. So, Special write-in. If you want something to whet your appetite before 2013, you can expect another PlayStation-exclusive game to come out in uh, spring 2012. Announced recently was Sorcery. Oh, uh, re- re-announced recently. Sorry, sorry, re-announced. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, it never got cancelled. Oh, wait. No. It just, it just dropped off the face of the earth. Yeah, I mean, for it just went. A year. Yeah, but now it's got like a new art style, kind of. I'd say like it looks a little yeah. bit more serious. It looks a yeah. little bit darker, which I think is cool. I mean, uh, a lot of people draw comparisons to Harry Potter, but whatever, dude. If I can, I think that might be uh, one of the best applications of the move um, that we've seen yet. Definitely, man. That's exactly what I hope it would be. Yeah, totally. Uh, I mean, the where did they announce that again? Sorcery uh, during E3, right? E3 2010. 2010. And people were stoked for that, man. Because I think people are... A lot of people like me, like myself, that bought a PlayStation Move, uh, think it's a really great gadget. You know, the tech really works. It's really impressive. But Jesus Christ, I don't play any Move games because there are none. Uh, Oh, I'm I'm working on uh, Carnival Island right now. Nice. How are (laughs) those minigames? I don't know. They're... Whatever. They're cute. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Carnival. So, um, Gran Turismo 5, that's a video game. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's getting a patch. It's getting got a, patch. a patch. Yeah, it's getting, it's getting a patch 2.2. It adds a free car. It changes a bunch of stuff. Moving on. Uh, before we get to the break, we're going to take a break soon. Let's just... Uh, yes. Uh, you know, we, we, like I said we, in the article, we make a lot of jokes. Let's just uh, be serious for a little bit here. Uh, over Gamers raised over $350,000 at this year's Child's Play Gala and auction, which is a... If you don't, if you our listeners don't know what Child's Play is, it's a it's a charity for kids in hospitals around the world, hospitalized, sick, and injured kids. And what basically they do is gamers um, raise money through various means to buy. You can you can either raise money through uh, like specific events like the gala, uh, the Twitter Twenty Four Hour Podcast, the Desert Bus of Hope, which is a, a yeah. popular one. Um, they buy presents that the hospitals ask for. The reason they have to buy lots of presents is because a lot of kids have, like, you know, immunodeficiency diseases. So when one kid plays, you know, a PSP, they can't always give it to another kid because, you know, they might die of, like, a cold flu or something like that. Mm. So they need to have sterilized brand new kind of games and stuff for kids to play all the time. Uh, And that's what this money goes towards. I think they nearly raised overall nearly $2 million this year, maybe even more. That's Um, great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Almost $2 million. 1.5, sorry, 1.95 million. So, yeah. That's really impressive. So good, impressive, good, yeah. good job, gamers. Uh, among some of, you know, I mean, I, I mean, a lot of gamers are just assholes, bigots. But like, I mean, you know, there, there's some, uh, there's some cool, cool gamers out there. And uh, among some of the cool stuff that was sold or auctioned off at this year's gala was a Half-Life gravity gun, which must have been awesome. And that sold for twenty-one thousand dollars. Yeah, so, dude, they have some really fucking awesome gamer stuff at these galas. Like, uh, whenever I get, when I, when I get rich on something, I don't know. Let's just say I invent something like. Looking around me, an invention. Um, and and I, how about yeah. an idea? <laughs> yeah, I invent an idea and I go to this thing and I'm like, hey, I'm going to bid on this like super badass, one of a kind statue of the Doverkin from Skyrim. Yeah. Doverkin. Dover. Yes. Yeah. Doverkin, Doverkin, for the sake of Skyrim. Fashroda! 
okay, so... Push <laughs> 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 Nintendo. You know, you know, Don, I was, I, I was an adventurer until I took an arrow to the knee. Oh my god, please stop. What is <laughs> that arrow to the knee thing, man? What is it's, all that it's, about? it's been overplayed. No, 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 don't, was... don't tell Mike, because this could be his big inside joke for the next, like, three years. <laughs> I never asked for this. Uh, nice, I, I, I like it, I like it. Um, so, uh, and also there was a Nintendo World Championship NES cartridge, which you guys don't know, it's some stupid... Oh, what, what the, the gold Oh, one. I remember that. No, it uh, was grey. It was grey, but it sold oh. for uh, 11.5k. Well, it's for... Charity. Yeah, it's the, the, gold, the gold one, I think, is the most famous rare it's, video game. Of yeah, time, so. it's it's probably yeah one of the rarest video games of all time. Uh, it just has a, a collection of some Nintendo games with, a, I guess, a timer on them or a score counter that people would play. It's, yeah, it's like you go, oh yes, uh, your best score on Super Mario Brothers won in like so many minutes, and your best lap in Rad Racer in like five minutes, and right, your yeah. best score in okay. Tetris. In, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we lost Adam. He's, he's, yeah. he's in his own. <laughs> um, Adam, can you tell me what the translation of Fusrodar is from Dragon Speak? As long as it's not a spoiler. No, it's not. Uh, Dover King. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Dover King. Uh, something, for... about an, something about an arrow and knees. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I like it when you get drunk and then you wake up and like you kind of experience in a new town. You're like, what? What happened? What happened when I was drunk? And it's like, yeah, this game's fucking awesome. So uh, we're going to take a little break, and I'm not sure, Mike, you mentioned before you might have to take off. Uh, no, it's cool. I can stay. All right, cool. So uh, great. Uh, we're going to take a little break, and we'll see you guys on the other side. Hold it, Snake. Time to change the disc. I know, I know, it's a pain. But you need to swap disc one for disc two. You see the disc labeled two? Uh, no. Huh? Oh, wait. We're on PlayStation 3. It's a Blu-ray disc. Dual layered, too. No need to swap. Damn it, Otacon. Get a grip. <laughs> yeah, what an age we live in, huh, Snake? Wonder what they'll think of next. Welcome back. And we're going to get into what games we've been playing, starting with Fez. Hey, I've been playing lots of Batman. Um, Batman. Arkham City? Arkham City. Barkham. So have I, Brasseth. Yeah. Um, that's a pretty fucking good game. Isn't it? Me. Yeah. In it. Yeah, in bruv, it. in it. Um, so, quick rundown. Combat's better. Um, either I'm worse at the Silent Predator stuff, or the levels aren't designed as well as they were in Arkham Asylum for the Predator stuff. Are you talking about um, the uh, Riddler challenges? No, no, no. Predator stuff is like when you're um, Silent Predator when you got to take down a room full of like shooting guards without kind of really yeah. fighting them. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. the um, the the that that's that's the Riddler challenges, right? Like the challenge maps. Oh no, 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 no! Like you do that in the main game. Okay, right. So you're just talking about the the basic like, when you basic well, mechanics. You don't and have to stealth around. I mean, if you want to, you could go into you know a fight throwing smoke pellets and just wishing for the best. Which is really a bad idea. Yeah, it's but not, yeah, not the right. You'll get you'll get ripped the fuck up. Either way, I, I felt that that kind of that kind of stuff wasn't designed super well for. I mean, like the Joker's place was designed so that you wouldn't take them on, and I thought that was quite good because, like, well, there's so many gun guys there, I, I'm not even going to attempt yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, um, If you, as you mentioned the Riddler stuff, I really like the new Riddler stuff because there's so much more. And um, I actually stumbled across like uh, trophies. Like, oh, I step on this, and suddenly, aha, you're in a death trap, Batman. I'm like, my God, it's a death trap. Yes, yeah. I'm in a death trap. And then I died. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I know exactly. That was just for a Riddler trophy. Uh, I mean, they also have the death traps for the um, 
uh, like the hostages you have to rescue from the, the Riddler, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get all the Lost references because I never actually watched watched Lost, but um, I thought there was only one. I thought th- there's quite a few. Um, okay. Well, like the, the Joker talked about at the end. That was, that was uh, and all, if if you go to a certain place on the, um, like I, I found this back, but actually I'd heard of it before. Like if you're going with the scanner um, to um, kind of like some one of the different airways, like there's like, like a part where he's like kind of reading out the numbers from Lost. Um, there's also supposed to be like um, a hidden submarine or something like that. No, 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 no. Hold on a second. I actually mm-hmm. know what you're talking about. Uh, when you use the the cryptography, the, crypt- the, crypt- yeah, the cryptographic thingy, yeah. and then like you can you can look at different so, wavelengths and like listen to Gotham FM or this the- is what I wanted to talk about. Is I did this by myself on my own. I found those. And I heard that. I did. I actually had no idea that was a reference to Lost. But what I did was uh, I don't think it's a reference to Lost simply because what I did was I was I listened to that over and over, and I took my phone out and I. I wrote down those numbers. I'm like, what the hell? So basically, if you don't know, it's just uh, you take like Batman's like little radio PlayStation controller, whatever yeah. it is. Uh, it's what he uses to hack things. But when there's nothing around to hack, you can just listen to Gotham FM, like uh, Fez was saying. Um, but there's a sp- you do it by like navigating a little cursor around some some small like square map or whatever, and uh, like a grid. And if you go to a specific place, you just hear some dude uh, saying numbers like 15, 21, 10. Yeah. Three. Okay, so I was like, what the hell is that? Uh, I kept listening to it over and over again, so I decided I'll jot down the numbers. And I felt really smart when I was like, okay, maybe these are letters of the alphabet because none of them go over 26. So I did that, and once I wrote them, all all those numbers down, sorry, once I went to, like, let's say the 19th letter, you know, like the 10th letter, once I wrote that all down, it spelled out, I will return Batman, which blew my oh. mind. And I have no idea who the fuck that is talking. Um, so after that, I was kind of like freaked out. I was like, holy shit. Uh, I went online. I uh, started searching. Some people think it might be Scarecrow since he didn't make an appearance in this game. Yeah. That'd um, be cool. Mm. <coughs> I liked well, all the rest. Is he not in the game? No. You can, no. You, you can, yeah, I think there's like a really secret place yeah. you can find where like he's – I haven't actually found that yet. Um, you, you can find his mask uh, and his yeah. uh, like on top of some hay or whatever. And I think there's like supposed to be like a secret hatch and like a boat out on the harbor. Which like has his like uh, hideout there or something weird like that, which would kind of be awesome if um you could figure out where it was. Um, what did you think about playing as as uh, Catwoman or at least the like the integration? I actually well the integration I didn't think was that great. I didn't like, think the integration was good either because but... it was like really random and then totally, at the end yeah. and then after those fucking twenty minute long credits I had to play as her again. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah totally. Um, I should probably just finish that to kind of get through it, but. I actually really enjoyed playing as Cat. Like the way she traversed around Arkham City. Yeah, I think that was pretty cool. Way, way more fun than how Batman did it. Um, I disagree. And, I, it's okay. too slow. It's too slow. It's, uh, it's fun. It was fun. I was like, oh wow, it's a different way of traversing. But uh, toward, like right now at the end of the game, I'm trying to go get those Catwoman trophies. Yeah. And uh, Batman can fl- he can use that grapnel boost and just fly grapnel around boost. things so pretty fast. Much, yeah. Catwoman has to like scale buildings, and she can't she can't whip from as far as Batman can grapple. So. I just find myself. She's fun to play with. I just find myself wishing that you know she should just grab a cape or something and just fly yeah. around. But but, I, yeah. but she's fun. I laugh pretty hard because um, I mean her and and kind of spoilers Talia Al Ghul. Uh, if you know Batman, it's a spoiler. Um, like they have like, really awesome leather sound effects from them. When oh yeah, 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 that's cool. <laughs> I, just, I thought it was great. That game has great um, sound. Yeah. Um, and I mean, and Talia kind of did the um, the kind of the badass ass wiggle she does in Batman Beyond uh, when like Ra's Al Ghul is taking over her body and it's um. Like yeah, uh, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, the Ra's, the the Ra's Ghoul stuff. Um, yeah, what'd you think of that? Uh, he had the wrong voice. First of all, that kind of threw me a little bit. Um, what do you mean? 
Uh, like his his voice was too young. Like normally it's detective. I am Raish Al Ghul. I have lived for four hundred years. Not detective. I am like twenty four years old. Um, Let's see, uh, that was that. Well, that's my. my anyway, um, I I like the sections of that. That was pretty cool. Like I mean, a, a kind of a parody of the not parody, but an homage to the uh, Scarecrow sections to a degree. Um, the Mad Hatter fight. Yep, that was cool. It was fucking awesome. Oh, uh, uh, I actually wanted to ask you guys. So, we were talking about the Catwoman. Uh, this really confuses me. So, sure. if you don't buy the game new, uh, don't you get don't... get the Catwoman DLC. But what does that mean? You, you don't play as Catwoman during the no. game? No. Yes. That's, that's crazy. So, what about that decision at the end? Um, yeah, I wondered about that. I think she just turns up and says, you need a hand, and he goes, hey, I broke a nail. Oh. <laughs> did you know that... Did, what, did you, what did you choose, uh, Adam? Did you choose to go save Batman, or did you choose to leave Arkham City with the loot? Uh, I think I chose to save Batman. Yeah. I mean, I guess everybody did that, but... That's, that's, I, what, yeah. Catwoman, that's what Catwoman would do, so, yeah. You think? Yeah. I, I was wondering that. I mean, I, like I said, I'm not the biggest Batman fan, but uh, I was wondering, like, wouldn't Catwoman just say, fuck it, like, just leave? Because she kind of always... I mean, Catwoman's thing is she's just, like, her own... She works for herself. That's why she screws over so many of the villains. Like, well, does she really yeah, care he, about Batman? Yeah, he... Yeah, but he saved her at the well, yeah, sort yeah. of saved her at yeah. the beginning. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And she has that constant struggle between being the antihero and the yeah. The, Check uh, this out. I googled yeah. it. What happens if she uh, if you go the other? Yeah, way? I was gonna say what happens if you, there's if an alternate know. ending. The, check this out. If you go the other way, the game ends right there. The credits just roll and uh, no way. yeah, I, I sort of got and you get a uh, you get like a codec. Sorry, not a codec. Uh, like a radio. Um, in, income, yeah, radio. Sorry, radio transmission from the Oracle, uh, where she's saying that you know Joker is pretty much immortal now, and he's killing everybody, and he's unstoppable, and he takes takes over everything, which I thought was pretty cool. No it's, way! I swear to God, I swear to God, uh, and I think that's pretty cool because if they roll with uh, check this out, if they actually roll with Arkham World and Joker's alive, then that means they went with that ending, meaning that the Batman's dead. So that's why yeah. they have to have in Keystone City and Metropolis so you can play Superman and the Flash. There you Excellent. go, Batman's dead, and Joker yeah. now is a is a. Is he a plays weird. Joker. Yeah, he plays Joker. He just <laughs> kill a bunch of fools. Um, <laughs> but the Joker who's not voiced by Mark Hamill. He's not voiced at all. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> <laughs> silent protagonist, his first time. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, silent antagonist. Playing. If he only Sorry, held yeah. up signs to speak, that would be great. Wiley Coyote. It was a it was a fun game. I have another question for you guys though. Who is Azrael? Ah, right. Azrael. When um, Bane broke the bat's back, um, Azrael took over as Batman after he kind of like Dick Grayson tried to become Batman for a little while, uh, and Azrael was like fuck that, and he became Batman and sort of killed people, I believe. Um, oh, okay. He's like a, just a kind of a, 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 I believe he's like a, a secretive ninja dude of some kind. Well, I saw he had like a cross on his, on his chest. I thought he was like part of the crusade or something. I was like, Jesus, how old is this guy? I don't, I didn't know what to expect. He looked like yeah. a ninja mixed with like a... Adam, do you know what we're talking about? Like the mysterious watch? Which point in this Which point in this game? Uh, it's a side oh, quest. You, 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 you find him in random places and, he, and like he'll be called unknown and then like he uses some blowtorch to kind of write a symbol in the floor and like you have to scan it. And it's yeah. like, who is this person? It's uh, hard. He's hard to find. You have to go in super specific places in the map, and you just see this guy standing there, and he just says, like, I'm watching you, Batman. And he's called, like, the Mysterious Watcher. And only once you found him four times does he reveal that he's Azrael. And he, he says that there's a prophecy that the darkness is coming and Batman will die, which further goes into my, 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 my theory that, dude, Batman Arkham World, Batman's dead. Okay, maybe it's not Arkham World. Maybe the uh, game is just called Arkham World, Batman's on, dead, on, and on, it's Superman on, and Flash on. versus Immortal Joker, and Catwoman's there, and she gets totally naked. Don, hold on, hold on. So there are specific words that the darkness is coming and Batman will die. 
do you know what happened last year in DC Comics? The um, darkest, the blackest, blackest night, ca- yeah, black, the black, blackest night happened. That was with Green, the Green Lantern, right? Green Lanterns and Batman died during that arc. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, so uh, they might be referencing that. So wait, oh, are you referencing the sequel? So yeah. Are they dead for good? Uh, no, he he. <laughs> come on, Adam. He adventured through time. <laughs> To come back to normal place, and then he started Batman Inc. And then the DC Universe got a reboot. So yeah. how many times has uh, has like Batman died? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Just, once, just maybe. Once. How many? Su- like how many times have about Super Ta- Superman? Superman just died once, I believe, as well. That Are you sure? D- Doomsday killed him. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I don't then, know, man. Doesn't so the dead, die every week? Kryptonian coma, and he grew a mullet, and was like, "Hey, I like this mullet." And yeah, it lasted for too long. The end. <laughs> I don't know. I'm disconnected from the comic book uh, universe, but if, to me, a superhero dies every week. I, I hear Pretty a lot of yeah, I mean, all the time. Uh, Johnny, Johnny Storm died recently, and he's probably alive because he didn't find a body sort of thing. Um, do you, so wait, wait. Do you like go and buy comic books? Um, I do now. Um, I didn't used to. I, I've been catching up on The Flash because I'm, I'm a huge Super Speedster fan. Um, so like, I've been buying The Flash since they kind of did the reboot a few weeks ago. Before that, I was buying Power Girl because I'm a perv. Um, uh, but uh, otherwise, like I, I torrented like all of the Flash from 1956 to 2000, and I think I got up to seven at the moment, uh, and I'm up to 1997. So ten years to go. I I have a I used to really be into comics. Yeah, and I have you know I was just I I moved within the past like three months, and I came across all my old comics, and I uh, pretty happy that I have them. But I haven't bought a comic and or even looked at a comic and probably like. 12 15 years yeah. see i used to be a big marvel guy i think because of the like all Same. the cartoons as a kid uh-huh. um but i think just because of like all the really good dc cartoons over the past 10 years i still watch cartoons like i watched john justice and batman brave and the bold and all that jazz mm-hmm. um and like i've become more enamored with the dc universe and you know, like my love for the flash there's quicksilver's the only real speedster uh like um uh you know super speedster in the marvel universe who's got like any notoriety and he's a jackass and never has his own series so uh why why no flash movie or flash game there was a flash movie was there? What was it? Yeah, well, it was like a, a, a pilot movie to uh, a TV series in the early 90s, which was pretty bad. Oh, well, then, I mean, like, modern. Um, no, there hasn't been. The Flash is hard to do as a film, though, because all we can do is run fast. Also, <laughs> also there was an announcement, uh, just to interject, there was an announcement from uh, WB Montreal, because uh, they just opened a studio here, and they said that yeah. they're making yeah. a superhero game, and they say, like, forget about the movies. I think Mike reported that. Uh, nice. where, where they That's say, cool. you know, forget about the movies of, of DC characters. Like, they want to do very much the Arkham, the, the Batman Arkham type uh, thing where they awesome. pick a DC hero and they run with, the, like, the comic book story, which I think is cool. I just, who the hell are they going to choose? Like, um, off the top who of my is, head, I would say... The, sorry? Go ahead. I was just saying, who, what's the company again? Uh, Warner. Warner. Oh, Warner, Warner Brothers. Brothers. Okay. I'm sorry. Off the top That's of cool. my head, I would say they probably do, like, a Green Arrow or a Wonder Woman uh, game. Ooh, That's Green Arrow. Cool. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because Trick Arrow. I mean, that's easy. the thing is, with superhero games, the reason why Batman Arkham uh, and Arkham City work well is because you know Batman is he's a real dude. He can do real things. He's not Superman. He can't fly around. He's not invincible. So yeah. there's an element of danger, and you know they've made it so that guns can hurt you. Yeah, I love that. Um, by the way, how how you get shot and you're like, oh god, I'm gonna get on. You're pretty much dead as soon as you're yeah. shot. Like you, you gotta be you gotta be really quick. Um, Spider Man is similar to that. And that's why kind of the, 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 a good Spider Man game can work is because you're Peter <laughs> Parker. Is yeah, yeah he's dude. right. Or you go the other route and have Hulk Ultimate Destruction, or whatever it was called, and like you know you're tearing up New York City. Oh, that was a good game. I really enjoyed that. Was that. Really good game. Yeah, really but something like The Flash or Superman, you know, The Flash can get hurt, but like in, especially in like the Silver Age, um, he would he developed his reflex to such a degree that you know someone could shoot him and kill him and he'd die. But like there was a certain comic was like, oh yes, I heard the gunshot and instantly I turned up my vibrations to ultra speed 
and then he can he can vibrate through walls and stuff, and it's like what? Um, yeah, uh, they did try to make a flash game, and there was one on the GBA, uh, but they they tried to turn him uh, beat him up. So when you're moving that fast, I mean, how do you do it? Do you have him running really fast and you run run to buildings, or do you have it as right. um, bullet That's time true. and you're running normal to, normal speed? It's a difficult thing to do. And even you know, I'm a hu- I'm one of the Flash's biggest fan. I love the Flash, but. I can't think of how a flash game could work, basically. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, usually you... flash games work like either in a browser or uh, on <laughs> yeah, a... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that's uh, it's good that that's you've been Batman. playing Batman. Yeah, Batman, yeah. Batman the Flash, <laughs> Superman, uh, Universe. Yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll just let's say we we both talk about Batman. You talked about Batman for me oh, as yeah. well. So um, that's okay. Batman is a great game. I really had a lot of fun with it. I'm uh I'm I'm finding myself like uh, collecting all the Riddler trophies now because like usually I I told myself like I'm not gonna do this. I don't care. But I just want more of it. So I continue. I keep playing that game. Like I'm not moving on to. Uh, Assassin's Creed yet or Skyrim or anything. Well, first of all, Skyrim I'm keeping until it actually works. But uh, I'm going to oh, keep that on the side. Don't you want to don't you play it while dragons fly backwards? No, this is what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for Mike or Adam to or whoever. To, I just go. I click PSU.com. I'm like, all right, getting ready to work. And I see the news. Skyrim works. Headline. Skyrim now works on PS3. <laughs> and that's what I'm waiting for. Exclamation point. Um, that's what I'm waiting Bethesda for. Bethesda unveils. Brand new patch. Yeah. That, that doesn't break it further. But anyways, um, other than that, I mean, I've just been... Uh, playing a lot of Batman, nothing, nothing else. So, Mike, what have you been playing, man? Assassin's Creed. Oh yeah, how, how are you liking it, man? Time for Adam to drop off. <laughs> I'm, I finished Brotherhood. I was on that last podcast. Yep. Finished that. Love that game. So much to do. I'm moving on to Revelations now, and um, we can, we can talk about spoilers, can't we? Yeah, yeah. I, I actually uh, played. Much, I actually played much of the single. Oh, well, wait, Don, Don. I don't think Don's Don. You haven't played. Oh, that I, yet, I have haven't you? gotten to Revelations. I've played three hours of, Re- of the Revelation single player and twenty hours of the Revelations multiplayer. I fucking love multiplayer. But yes, please, we might go on about the single player experience. Cool. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, because um, you guys haven't played much, I'm not going to spoil much. But let's just say I'm near the end of a game. I've got all the Masiyaf keys. Oh. But it's yeah. I'm. Uh, I mean, you know me, guys. I don't really mind about the whole same thing again. You know, it happened with Resident Evil, and I still ate those up. I, I love the game. It's not the one thing I have noticed is, at least from what I've seen, there doesn't seem to be as many missions as Brotherhood. They don't have, for example, you know, in Brotherhood you had the guilds, the mercenaries, and the courtesans, and the thieves, and that. Yeah. Well, you've got them again this time. Although the rum, the uh, gypsies are in place of the courtesans, but um. The uh, missions there, they had loads of them in Brotherhood. I think there were like, I can't remember how many, there were at least half a dozen that I'd done for each one. But in this one, I only managed to do one, which is really weird. And then I went back into the guild and there wasn't like someone you could talk to to give you more missions. So it was like, mm, okay. But in place of those, you got, um, <clears throat> excuse me, you got the uh, Master Assassin missions because you got the whole recruit system there, but they've upgraded it now. So you can, um, you can train them to become Master Assassins and in turn you can put them in charge of the Assassin's Dens. And they're basically the uh, revelations equivalent of the Borgia Towers. So you can, you know, you, cap, you capture, capture them from the Templars and you can put someone in command of that. So you don't get the um, whole den defense thing. I'm sure you've heard about that, where it goes into like a tower defense game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, Ezio is like standing on the roof and, you know, take your stand here, defend this area and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's, um, there's, uh, there's a few other things that are new in it. You've got the, um, obviously, you've got the hook blade and everything, which is pretty cool. Um, but man, I don't know. Hook, I, I hook, <laughs> hook blade. Oh hook blade. What did I say? Hook. No, the, like the, the, um, also, like the um, Turkish guy's like, he's got your hook blade. It's like, yes, that's blade. a very good yeah, action. You got there, yeah. 
Yeah, which is cool. But I don't know, man. I'll tell you one thing. I One thing I do, I miss for horses, man. I do because it takes you so much longer to travel across the city. They had the um, tunnels, but there's not. they didn't seem plentiful to me. And the, the zip lines, yeah, they're there. But every time I want to go across a certain way, they're always facing the opposite direction, which is no good. But anyway, it gives you a chance to see the city. But yeah, uh, you've got the whole um, Sophia missions as well, which are which are tied into the um, CF keys and that you know she I think she's a cool character you know she has kind of flesh Etsy out Ezio out a bit because he's very kind of like oh god all these people are dead you know I'm old and grey now and everything so that's kind of cool um, but yeah it's pretty much it's still more of the same it's still Assassin's Creed you know all the free run and everything of a combat the combat is it's pretty much the same but they kind of like I don't know, I suppose I could say they made it a far more brutal some of the um, finishing moves in that game they're really really grim actually yeah. Yeah, if they I, are. They are pretty. If I remember sorry, correctly, no, no, sorry, man. If I remember correctly, it, uh, yeah, I mean, it felt like Batman at a certain point. Like I remember Brotherhood feeling a little bit like Batman in terms, of, like uh, you just wait, you counter, and you go on from there. Uh, does yeah. it does it feel at all like, I mean, better than uh, Brotherhood? It's well, the combat, yeah. The combat, it's, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's ver- it's virtually identical. You've got, I can't really. Um, there's not really much difference. I mean, you've got the finishing moves, you know, when you counter them and stuff, right. and you, you when you're executing one opponent, if you, like, move the analog stick and press um, square or X, depending on what console you're using, he goes and executes another one straight after. They got that's all back, but it's just it's different finishing moves. But apart from that, the combat is still the same. I mean, if you just attack them normally, you wear down, you wear their defense down, and he executes them after, like, three or four hits. But the, um, you know, it's, you know, you've got, hand-to-hand and all that kind of stuff it's more or less the same really really different so i could tell it's just different finishing moves and like you've got some oh. of the guards with different weapons <laughs> thank you adam very sorry. i was listening i was i'm gonna play revelation so thanks for that but like uh how are the altair parts i heard that was i heard those oh crap were... yeah god so much to cover with they're almost like interactive cutscenes they are very very brief i mean like the first mission you kill a bunch of guards and another one you just run up a hill or something you know it's kind of it is very brief but it does it does what they're, they're designed to do. It fleshes out his character and stuff. Although, to be honest with you, I really still don't think I know him that well because I didn't play Blood... Uh, was it Bloodlines, the PSP game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't play that. So there's a huge chunk of stuff there I don't know about. I mean, like he's, you know, he's got all you know, spoilers. He's got like a wife and stuff, Maria, who you briefly see in the first game. But, you know, because I, I didn't play Bloodlines, I didn't know anything about that happens when they went to Greece or wherever the hell it was. So, yeah, it was kind of like you jump like the first mission you play as him before the first game. Then you play as him just after you kill the guy in Assassin's Creed 1. And then it jumps to when he's like 60 or something. So there's a huge gap there. If you haven't played Bloodlines, I think it, it would be a bit of a, a shock. But, yeah, but it's, it still fleshes his character out a bit. And um, I'm... Like I said, I'm just I'm, I'm near the end of the game now, and the uh, the story I think it's more it's more concise than Brotherhood because Brotherhood for me was just like about a ton of content to do all those missions, and the story was it was lighter than number two because you went on that whole journey for all those years. But uh, Revelations, it, it's a, the story seemed to move a lot quicker, at least for where I've got to. But it's, it's um, I agree with what I've read about from other critics, but it lacks kind of like a a really meaty antagonist because the bad guy, for lack of a better term, doesn't really turn up until later in the game. So it's, you're not really um, going against anyone specific, but it's still, you know, it's still, if you like Assassin's Creed, then you will like this game. I mean, I, I do like it. I mean, and Rob, I mean, yeah. presumably you quite enjoy it. I've, I've been enjoying it for when I've played. Um, every time I play a new Assassin's Creed game, I find myself using like a slightly uh, a different weapon set. Like 
Um, I was big into the hidden gun in the in the in two and throwing knives in one and three. I was using the crossbow a lot in four. I mean, uh, sorry, in Revelations. Um, oh, sorry, it wasn't three. It was Brotherhood. But in Revelations, like I'm using the um, smoke bombs a lot. I'm using the the poison. Um, yeah, uh, I was going to say, what, what do you think of the bombs? Because loads of people are like, yeah, don't use them. They'd shove it down your throat, but I'd never touch them. But I actually found them quite useful. Yeah, I mean, if you just pay a little bit of attention to what you're doing, um, I found them super useful, especially like the smoke bombs and um, mm. um, just to kind of just distract guards and what have you. But I mean, Assassin's Creed gives you so many ways to do stuff. Like It does, yeah, it really you don't, does. You read, the only thing you really need to know is that you can assassinate people with square. That's, yeah. you know, the, that's the main <laughs> thing you need to know. Um, I mean, I... I very rarely use weapons anyway. I just, I, I always try uh, in the combat. I always try and use my hidden blade, so that's kind of over e- easier. But uh, if I have to, I use like my short sword because it's like better deflecting and sort of thing. And uh, yeah. you know, it's um, I, I've definitely enjoyed it. Um, I don't think the um, Templar, like when you got to do the Den recovery, those haven't been as good as the, like the Borgia towers were in Brotherhood. I thought they, because because they mm. were. Um, because that was a full sync to do with the Borgia Towers, and I felt there was like more of a structure to those levels, so that you could kind of do like you know silent takedown of um, the um, or the, the Borgia Captain. But uh, captain, yeah. uh, it took me five attempts to do one. Uh, sorry, no, three attempts to do one Templar Den because the first two times like something janked out and like just the guy ran away and got away from me in time. Yeah, um, that was really annoying. That the, is. the first time I I, I I selected him and pressed square. So I know he was highlighted and I pressed square to kill him. And at the last second, it highlighted the person next to him and killed it. And like, he did something stupid. And I just couldn't catch up with him in time. Second time, like, I was being super ass sneaky. I was in a, a crowd that was kind of walking around opposite direction to he was. And I got my poison. I was like, yeah, I'm going to poison him. And I'm going to walk away and be badass. Um, and then when I was coming up to him just uh, to poison him, because, you know, I had to do one lap to identify him, and the second lap I used to poison him. Um, some guard stopped in the middle of the of the, of the road, or, or whatever the walkway was, and uh, my group dispersed, and suddenly I was not blended, and instantly um, I was spotted, and I couldn't get to the captain in time to kill him, and he ran away again. I was like, no! In oh, the end, I think God, I dropped yeah. down. I think in the end, I just threw a bomb at him and killed him. I was like, fuck it. Um, yeah, I, I've always, I always kill them. I, most of the time where I kill the um, captains, I'd just be on the rooftops and chuck a bomb, you know, just an instant explosion bomb, yeah. you know, with a small radius yeah. so it doesn't kill any civilians. It worked really well because it's just, I don't know, I just couldn't really sneak up on them very well for some reason. So that's, right. that's, that's cool. So, Adam, let's, uh, let's uh, start wrapping up. What have you been playing, man? Well, let's see. After... Uh... 55 hours for the sake of the review and another 45 <laughs> hours just for my own personal enjoyment. Last week, I finally decided to put Skyrim down. And another 15 hours rebooting the game from crashes, right? No, and I will, <laughs> and I will say that I am the vocal um, proponent on the other side that says uh, my game was not broken at all. I played, ah, like I you. said, almost, almost 100 hours without uh, any problems. Uh, well, I shouldn't say without any problems. I mean, every game has problems, but you know, not not the issues that some people are facing. So moving on, not for the king, Skyrim. for the king, for the sake of Skyrim. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So so uh, uh, started to kind of go back through my library because I wanted to take a break off from uh, you know having to think too much. So uh, <laughs> starting to play Dead Space Two. Nice. Um, yes. Started to play Uncharted Three again. Um, nice. Started to play. Bioshock, the original again. Sweet, nice, uh, weird, weird. Let's just go through all the classics. Played, no, hang on, hang on. Uh, played a uh, 
started up my career in FIFA 12 again just to kind of see how my team was doing. They're doing fine, by the way. <laughs> you're, you're, dro- um, you're dropping off. You're dropping off. All right. They they haven't really played much. And the game that I'm now uh, uh, re-obsessed with, uh, although I only played this game on PC back in the day, so um, I don't know why, but I went out this past weekend and bought a bunch of PS3 games I hadn't. I'd only played on PC. Um, uh, Fallout 3. Good. So started all over again and am completely lost. Don't know how to play the game. Uh, feeling like a complete noob, but I'm already obsessed again. Good. And uh, yeah, I, I love it. And I would love to talk shop for Fallout 3 because like, I, I sort of missed the boat. I mean, like I said, I played it a little bit on PC, but um, I think my game was broken at the time and oh, I never geez. really went back to play it. So... I'm I'm like still just hanging around Megaton, um, doing some some of that chick's quest where she wants me to like work on her book. Yeah. And uh, having fun with it. Boy, you know, there's a lot I, to learn. But yeah, whatever her name is, I don't well, know. Yeah. I'm, I'm Irish in the post-apocalyptic yeah. world. Yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> yeah. lie. I'm a little bit of a Fallout Three encyclopedia. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I played that. Well, game that's what I was I was hoping I could talk to you about it at some points to get some advice because like. I'm at a loss. It's like, man, it's it's hard. Game game starts off really hard, I think. Oh, Compared, yeah. Uh, so you're go- in Megaton. Go from Megaton if you want. Okay, well, never mind. I well, gonna- I don't I don't know if I should continue on with the main main plot yet. Like, I'm still just doing the the chicks uh like um her side quest. I don't you know should, if I should go. You, you should blow up Megaton. You should blow totally. Up. If you continue oh. doing that girl's uh, side quest, you'll <clears throat> kill yourself because uh, shit gets pretty I hard. Tell you what happened. This is so funny, and I, did, I just didn't know. And this is the problem with these kinds of games. So you know how there's the guy at the beginning who's, who offers to give you money to blow up Megaton? Right. I went and tattletailed on him, mm-hmm. and that guy ended up killing the sheriff. Okay. And, and the guy started yelling at me, and like I punched the guy. <laughs> and the next thing I knew, I killed him. <laughs> and then I got this message that said that you, you, know, you can no longer receive the award for whatever the quest oh, is. Oh, man. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm going to just plow through. I'm not going to go back to my last load or my last save state. I'm just going to keep playing. Oh, okay. So you should have totally looted the uh, Sheriff's Duster because it gives oh, you plus five I, to I, guns, I think. Yeah, I, I looted a bunch of, of their stuff. Yeah, okay. I got some nice gear off of them and stuff. Um, so yeah, you're well, going to want to, if I can, uh, if I can recommend you basically stick to the story, like, because that girl Moira is going to make you go after some Mirelurks and that's going to be really tough. But uh, so you're going to need to level up first. So stick to the story, I'd say, until you get to Galaxy News Radio's. Uh, oh, wait, wait, you, you have never mind. I'm not going to spoil no, it. No, 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 that's no, no, that's I, I'm I was just told to go find Galaxy News Radio in D.C. OK, so do that. You're, you, do by that. then you'll be leveled up. You'll fight a boss. Uh, you'll level up and then go out. Start exploring uh, the corners of the map, not the top left corner. Don't go there. You'll get raped. But um, bottom left corner has there's a camp where you can find. Oh, what type of character are you doing first of all? Mm, I are don't you, really know yet. Are you, okay, so I mean, if, you, if you're interested in melee weapons or unarmed, uh, if you're interested in no, unarmed, no, I'm, I'm doing I'm doing more small guns and like uh, sneak and um, like lock picking, which I realize I should have picked more science stuff, but oh well. Hmm. Well, you know what, man, play play it however you want. It's your own experience. That's the fun of those games. Is Go go into it and wander the world and just go crazy. That's that's the fun of those games. Did you play in New Vegas? Yes. Okay. Okay. Which is why I don't know why I just wanted to go back and play Fallout that, Three for actually being able to play New Vegas is an achievement in itself. It yeah. Was pretty buggy. Yeah. It was buggy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a better description God. than pretty buggy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know. The, the the best buggy game ever made. <laughs> 
don't but know. yeah, I've been playing a, a crap ton of games, and I will just just make a quick note that I'm going to start playing Jimmy Johnson's Anything with an Engine. Yeah, because <laughs> I have to. I, I'm reviewing that. I don't know really. I don't know much about it. Wait, but, uh, what is that? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> It's a racing game. It's a racing game, yeah. but it's like I think you can race like a ton of different stuff, like yeah. lawnmowers and stuff. Okay, stools, uh, sheds. Yeah, uh, yeah. Chairs. So you know, I think it's supposed to be like arcadey, and yeah. uh, look for our review on that. I don't know, probably next week. Yeah. All right. Can never beat um, Big Bump in or whatever the Burger King games were that had racing in it. Big bumps. Yeah. Bump in the night. So is that it, Adam? Anything else? I've been playing more, but we'll leave it there. All right. what, do you think of De- what do you think of Dead Space 2? Oh, yeah. First of all, sorry. Got to know. Um, I'm not crazy about it. but Moving it's okay. on to it's the next good. segment. No, I'm not that far into it, you know? Okay. It's, uh, it, 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 to me, it, I, feel, I played um, quite a bit of uh, the original Dead Space, and I feel like this one, it's just trying to scare me. Like, every little thing. It's like, oh, there's like a... Uh, you know, a pipe just blew. Oh, crap. Usually, usually survival horror games try to scare you. Weird. Yep. This one's <laughs> trying. No, they don't. No, they don't try to. They, they, they do scare me. This one is just trying too hard, I think. Hmm. It's well, very in your face compared I, to I ha- Yeah, I have a lot of... I mean, I do agree that it's not as scary as the original. Uh, but However, the guns... I'll, yeah, go ahead. The guns are... Well, guns, yeah. I mean, the tools are as fun as ever to use. There's a, there's a lot of new additions that are really fun. Um, the javelin gun, that's really fun. The uh, the plasma cutter is always awesome. The line gun's still there, but uh, it's not as good as in the first game. Um, what I would suggest is the force gun, which is like the shotgun in that game. Um, it's okay. just, uh, anyways, whatever, whatever. I'm I'm enjoying for what I I'm not that far into it, and I'm probably not going to get too much further into it. But I, I'm enjoying it for what it's worth. Yeah, that's cool. I'm not crazy yeah. about it. But. They gave Isaac uh, Clark a voice. Now he talks. Now he has a face yeah. and a voice. Well, he had a face at the end of the first one, but whatever. Um, that's cool. So I guess that's all. That's it. All right. Uh, well, yeah. we're gonna wrap up really quick. We don't really have time. We're just gonna read one uh, uh, listener comment slash email. Um, this is from Blind Mango. He says, "Hey." <laughs> he said, <laughs> "What? What?" What? Because he's, he's commented before. Yeah, he has. He has. The first podcast. <laughs> yeah, he has. Blind Mango's always been a fan of the podcast. We like you, Blind Mango. Uh, he yeah, says, bye. good podcast. And this is in reference, by the way, uh, last week we were talking about how, uh, or I think two episodes ago, we were talking about how, um, you know, Adam was giving a whole spiel on how there's too many sequels. And now the, a lot of games are getting to the third iteration. Uh, and now people should, developers should just start making new IPs. So he says... Yeah, I think at the third game in a franchise, that's where developers need to stop and come up with a new game uh, to make a goal, and to, sorry, to make and go with that. So, yeah. make a new game to make and go with that. Okay, so he means to they stop, come up with a new game to make, and just roll with it. Uh, the yeah. past few years uh, have been sequel, sequel, and sequel, and uh, with one or two uh, new IPs. Well, I mean, there's been more than one or two new IPs, but. Uh, he says, I think res- the Resistance series needs to be done. Uncharted needs to be finished. Assassin's Creed could seriously... Uh, Assassin's Creed seriously needs to be finished, along with Gears of War and many others. <laughs> I like this guy. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm right on his page. Adam, I, I counted up 21 
third iteration games that came out. <laughs> if you're gonna, and he says he closes. If you're gonna make constant sequels, wait every three to four years to make us actually yeah. miss the game. And I agree with that. He says new IPs is what made the beginning of the console cycle such an interesting time. And he's right. Wait a few years. Wouldn't that be great if we had to wait years for Uncharted? Just like I remember having to wait years for Metal Gear Solid Four, which was oh heart wrenching. Yeah, yeah that's, he's that's got a point on. there. That really does make it makes it all worth it in the end. Uh, getting a bit of Assassin's Creed fatigue, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh Jesus, a little bit oh, every a, year. A little, a little bit, bit, yeah. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> 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 Brotherhood, I was like, oh, this is probably not gonna be so great. And I was like, wow, it's really great. And the Revelation was like, oh, the fatigue. Aren't they now. doing another one now in 2012? Yeah, yeah they're probably. doing another Assassin's Creed, which I'm delighted right. about. <laughs> hey, I, give me a break. I only just got into it this year, so Assassin's I'm still. Assassin's Creed 2.5. Because Mike 2. keeps buying them. That's why. <laughs> that's right. He's funding. No, I seriously, I seriously think that they they do need to have a break. I mean, I thought they were going to have a break this year, but they didn't. But they got to have a break after whatever next year's one is. I don't think that'd be Assassin's Creed Three. I think it'd be another subtitle game. Then they wait, hopefully at least two years, and then they bring out number three. So you know all all that smack I was all the smack I was talking about the the Last of Us. I will say to its uh, to Naughty Dog, you know to their to their uh, strengths or whatever. At least they are trying a new IP. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a record for them as well. I think they don't. They've only gone with one IP each generation. I think. I think if they were to make Uncharted Four and it came out next year or the year after, I I would be pretty pretty damn disappointed. Yeah. And I I would be in the minority there. I know. I just. I I don't know. I just really, you know, I think going up to three, installments works fine. And sometimes it calls for a fourth, but. Three, it should really be the maximum. And then it's like, use that, use that name power. Use like the creators of Uncharted or the creators of Assassin's Creed have a new IP. Totally. You know, that, that has the name recognition. That's all you need. Totally. They've proven themselves. They've proven they can make some of the, you know, showpiece titles of the video game industry. They, they've raised the bar with Uncharted and now they're moving on to the next game. I think it's great. I am totally stoked. Like if it, if it didn't, if it didn't show before, I am so stoked for Last Guardian. I mean, some people have already, if you check our forums, some people have already changed their signatures and uh, avatars to Last Guardian. Uh, sorry, did I say Last, Last Guardian? Guardian? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my bad, my bad, my bad. My bad. Yeah, Last I want to get excited. I, I, I'm hoping that they have it at E3 that we can check it out and play it or at least see some gameplay and Maybe I'll get more excited about it then. I'm sure I will, definitely. Yeah, yeah they'll be epic head. And let's hope, you know, I know we got a little ways away before E3, but let's hope that that's not the only thing that, that they talk about. Like they did, you know, for um, this one where they're like, this past one where they really only talked about uh, Vita and uh, Uncharted 3. Mm. Like, what let's else? Not let, let's not let The Last of Us be the only thing we hear about for the next year. Well, what else do we have next year for, for PlayStation? We've got Starhawk. We've got... Starhawk. Starhawk's coming out, what, like February, is it? Mm, not sure, but I'm sure it's going to be great. Uh, Warhawk. I mean, Warhawk was a great game that was terribly overlooked. Just since, just because it was such an early game, there, was, there wasn't there yeah. uh, was very many PS3 owners back then, but Warhawk was great. Um, Starhawk looks oh, even better. Hey, uh, Starhawk plug really quickly. If for some reason you are listening to this on Friday, we will have beta codes. I just have them in my mailbox, in my mailbox now. So uh, Cool. Get ready for some competitions to get your access if you don't have it already. Oh, nice. Make sure to follow us on Twitter also. Uh, more on that soon. But, um, so for next year, what else? Uh, in terms of PlayStation games, Twisted Metal. Metal Gear Rising. Revengeance. <laughs> Revengeance. Yeah, Revengeance. Yeah, Twisted Metal. Don't Twisted Metal. I just want to play some uh, Bioshock. 
I can't wait for that. But I know it's not Bioshock exclusive. But yeah, man. Bioshock totally, totally looks tits. Uh, God of War uh, 4, if you're to believe the rumors. <laughs> whatever. I don't want that. Uh, I love God of War. Oh, but we can uh, have God of 4 and Inferno. Oh, sorry, Dante's Inferno as well. Um, so, In- Mass Effect yeah. 3 at the Ooh, VG. Darksiders 2. Oh, yeah. Dark oh, yeah, Darksiders 2. Or Borderlands 2. Yeah. Oh, my God. Borderlands 2. That's going to be awesome. Good one, Adam. I totally forgot about that. Now, uh, you can do them forever. Episode two. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, one of my like, I mean, a lot of people on the internet are down about it, but one one thing, one game I'm really looking forward to is uh, DMC. Um, yes. The next yes. Devil May Cry game. The Everybody's down on it. The people who are down it just they're just like, oh, that, that original. Yeah, Devil it doesn't look like Dante. Like, he doesn't have white hair. I'm like, oh, sorry. Now it makes sense. Uh, yeah. yeah, whatever. It looks really nice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just that look. He looks like a heroin addict punk. Like I, I love it. I just you don't see many uh, protagonists like that. So he doesn't have uh, shoulders the size of fucking you, Mike. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. He doesn't look like Batman in the Unreal Engine. Okay, but Jesus, I, I like it, man. It, he's it looks darker, it looks grittier, and it's a, it's a new take on the story, and I like it. Well, it's it's cool. It's I'm cool with it now because it's in an it's like it's not meant to be. You know, this is Devil May Cry. It's an alternate in an alternate dimension or whatever they said. It's like this is Capcom's Devil May Cry. This is Ninja Theory. Yeah, Devil and May that's Cry. why I'm into it because i like ninja theories games say what you will about uh enslaved i finished it it was okay the story took a, a turn oh that game was pretty fun yeah it was cool uh except you know fun it had the gameplay had problems the, the traversing and stuff like that uh but i liked it i like i like how ninja theories focuses a lot on you know cinematic gameplay how they focus on the story and script and yeah. andy circus yeah. works with them a lot uh i'm not sure if you've been working with uh, them on for dmc but uh they're uk based and uh so you guys should like them for that and um, I, I like I like Ninja Theory. I have faith that they can, um, you know, give a new light to Dante and the Devil May Cry universe. And I don't mm. know if they can pull off combat as good as as well as you know Capcom has, but um, whatever. Speaking of ninjas, we got Ninja Gaiden Three next year as well. Right, right. That's true. Right, right. <laughs> uh, All right. <laughs> racism. <laughs> what else? Oh, to... What else is coming out next? Year? Um. Some other video games are coming. Oh, out. oh, I know. Oh, uh, oh, I know. We're missing a big one. Yeah. What is PlayStation it? PlayStation Vita. Oh yeah, shoot the the PlayStation Vita. The uh, PlayStation we've, Vita. We've we've got uh, for sure. I mean, we're we're all over that. We're more Wipeout twenty forty eight. Oh, Uncharted. Uncharted. Abyss. Resistance. And Escape Plan and Soundshade. Oh yeah, next year it's true. Um, they haven't actually announced it, but I can't wait. There's gonna be FIFA thirteen, NHL thirteen, Madden thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably uh, good, yeah. Black Ops 2. Yeah. There's going to be a Medal of Honor next year as well, apparently. Uh, mm, mm. And Spec Ops The Line, yeah. What about Borderlands 2? Is that out next year? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Oh, is um is Ghost Recon... Sorry, uh... Yeah, yeah, Rain- yeah. Rainbow Six... R- yeah, uh, that's going to be out. Is Rainbow Six Patriots out next year? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, guys. Oh, Bioware is making a fucking RTS. Crickets. Commander Conquer Generals too. Oh yeah, they are, dude. Yes. I fucking love Commander Conquer Generals. I cannot wait to see how I they what they do. With oh, Commander I can't. I, I, I also I also cannot wait to see the dialogue wheel in Command in Command Conquer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, whatever, man. What are they doing? Making anyways. Whatever. I'm not gonna get into that. But uh, so uh, we're just gonna tease. Stay tuned. By the way, guys, if you're listening to this next week, we're gonna kick off our Game of the Year coverage. So from starting Monday. We're going to be announcing PlayStation Universe's Game of the Year contenders. I'm sorry, winners. We've already announced the nominations. 
Um, so if you haven't already, head to the forums and make sure to cast your vote because we'll be tallying your votes to pick the Game of the Year uh, winners. So, I mean, if you're not cool with uh, Skyrim winning Game of the Year, then, you know, you could vote for something else like L.A. Noir, which uh, isn't getting any love at I all. I know, I can't believe that. Um, has, everyone just, has everyone just forgot about it because it came out in like... I think so, but, I mean, it wasn't was even so mentioned good. at the, the VGAs at all, and Jesus, I, I would vote that game for, for, uh, for some of the best graphics. I mean, sure, it had some jank, but, like, it, it's... It was groundbreaking technology, I think, for that yeah. facial recognition system. I mean, even Hideo Kojima said he'd love to use that for his next game. Um, yeah. And I mean, I, can, I just can't believe it went ignored like that. But whatever, I think... Uh, I, I know I listed Dead Space 2 as my game of the year, but I have to go back and edit that because while I loved Uncharted and I, I loved uh, Batman, uh, I knew what I was getting into with those games. But when L.A. Noir came out, it, it just it swept me off my feet. It, it, it really got immersed in it. So L.A. Noir is... Probably my game of the year. But uh, more on that next week. And with yep. that, have you guys got any uh, last closing comments? You can all follow us on the Twitters. Uh, you can follow PlayStation Universe. PSU.com is the, is the Twitter address. It's P-S-U-D-O-T-C-O-M. You can follow uh, one Mr. Donovan Oliveira. At, Hi. Uh, Don Other, is it? Or is it underscore Don Other? No, it's just Don Other. So D-O-N-O-T-H-E-R. Uh, you can also follow Adam Diggity Dolge. At, uh, I can't remember your Twitter handle because you never use it. What Adam, it? Adam Diggity. I don't know. You just don't, <laughs> don't bother people. I, um, you can follow me if you would want to. I mean, you know. I, I think you should. I think uh, out of all of us, uh, I mean, Mike and Rob are probably. Uh, sorry, Mike and Fez are probably the best uh, people to follow, especially, yeah. especially, especially, Mike. Uh, you can follow me uh, at Budokazi, uh, Japanese for martial artist Z, um, which is B U D O K A Z. Wait, um, really? Is that what it is? But a card means martial huh. artists, yeah, yeah, that's why I chose it. Uh, and you can also follow uh, our fantastic um, managing editor Michael Harridans at his glorious Twitter address of Mike <laughs> underscore PSU, um, where you can hear about his daily workouts and routines and stuff like that. Um, I think today he was talking about how The Rock is the most electrifying man in entertainment, um, especially since one macho man, Randy Savage, died. So uh, yeah. Also, um, Mike is. Uh... A thousand times blacker on his yeah. on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike is pretty black. Yeah. I, 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 everyone thought Mike's account was suspended, but it turned out he'd just been training on a planet with twenty times gravity, <laughs> lots and stuff. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, All right, and with that, uh, we round off episode ten. Thanks, guys, for joining, and we'll see you next week or next two next goodbye. <laughs>